It's Dick Little from the Morning Sickness. Did you know that you can listen to the Morning Sickness anytime with the Holmberg's Morning Sickness podcast on 98kupd.com? And it's brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a brand new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Morning Sickness. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Monday. It's 545. This is the morning sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett in Toledo somewhere. We'll find him eventually. (laughs) Metallica week. It's upon us. If you can believe it, it is here and it is ready. And I personally have no concept of how fast that actually happened from the day we announced it and had Lux Eterna on for the first time. To this week being like, all right, the mad scramble is on. So, let me start this week with a warning. Knock it off. If you didn't buy tickets yet, or you haven't scammed somebody, I'm not your answer. Brady's not your guy. Britt might know a guy. That guy Toledo's guy. not your guy. <laughs> I already start seeing my emails pop up. Now, a couple of them have been proactive, and about a month ago said, hey... I'm going to start giving a, handing money over to charities and doing all sorts of things. You know, being there thinking, like, if you're going to give that much money to charity, why don't you just buy the tickets? Well, it couldn't get good to. All right, I got you. All right. I'll do a little drawing for the two or three people I've got that have been uh, proactive beggars. But you last-minute people who start telling me, you know, the cancer tumor's worse. Your HIV's kicked into plus mode. I can't listen to it. And the main reason why is because I'm a giver. I care about you. And I can't give everybody tickets, so I'm shutting it down early. That's just the deal. Brady's the one you go to. Yeah, just just stop it. Stop that. We might give some away. But we're not not to beggars. We can't do it. The beggars have got to cease. And it's inevitable in big shows. All the people that said, I don't care if I see Metallica again. And as it gets closer, like, I, I got to go to that. I got to see that. Should have bought tickets. After seeing what went on in Los Angeles, it is a happening. The thing was huge. I don't know if you guys saw any clips of that thing online. Man, oh, man, this is a spectacle. What they're doing with stage stuff and how the script. I saw it in the European one. When you see it in something you're familiar with, because I don't know those European stadiums. I saw it at SoFi in Los Angeles. And you see those screens set up. You know, that's the Rams and Chargers place. I've seen The Weeknd do his show there on HBO, and so you kind of know how the normal setup is. Uh-uh. This is different. And it is it is crazy big. At least 30 wow. semi-trucks rolling. Oh, it's insane. When you And there's a video, a 30-minute video about how they set up, what the equipment is, how the Wi-Fi works, how their whole setup works with, you know, the, the screens going back into the, the all the technology. And then that NASA subwoofer that they put under the which was originally designed to stop electronics against the enemy and make a noise that made it so nothing worked. I didn't even know that was a thing. But that's the subwoofer they have under the stage, and it's toned down just a little so you're, so we don't explode. But that's what they're playing on top of, not to mention the high-tech 
uh, sounds that are coming out of each uh, stack that they have in all of those cylinders. Have you seen the cylinders? Yeah. Oh, my God. Crazy. It's nuts. And then, you know, John Travolta was at the show on on a Friday, which was weird. <laughs> to see pictures, I'm like, what the? I didn't expect that. No. You know, I used to, I used to love Metallica back in the day. I was a Metallica guy. Brett and I used to just head, we'd headbang. Of course, I'd headbang my head into a pelvis of another man, but we'd headbang. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now it's time to get very serious. Metallica for charity is what it I was saying. It is a brave announcement. Which was? I'm not going to date any uh, other girl. I'm staying loyal to Kelly for the rest of his life. <laughs> girl, yeah. I see what that is. Nice. <laughs> Way to mask that. Just come out already. I'm never going to date another woman again, I promise. I swear to God. That's the impact that Kelly Preston had on him. Brady, Kelly Kelly made it so she's the last woman I'm ever going to be with. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Ellipsis. All right. So he and the boys went out to Metallica. I didn't see that announcement. That's great. You guys want to go headbang? Sure. At the show or now? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I didn't know what you meant. Okay, yeah. No, we'll go to the show. And all the women were just so excited, you know, on the view and all that. That's precious. It's beautiful. It's yeah, they got, so fooled by it. yeah, they got fooled by it. <laughs> I know I've made all you ladies, you know, kind of moist, but don't worry about it. I'm not interested. The only moist vagina I ever wanted to be around was Kelly Preston. And now it's just dudes just going to hang out with a bunch of guys. <laughs> After Olivia went, it's just like, that's it. I, I just can't do it. So he's going to be celibate. According to the idiots on The View and all the women who swooned over that. I don't know if oh, that's so precious. they're kind of hinting to that, that it's, yeah, I'm just not dating. Yep, just prostitutes and dudes. Yeah, that is a shocking announcement from John Travolta, the closest he's ever come to admitting it. He's not going to see another woman again as long as he's, and he's older than you think. He's like pushing 70, so... Maybe it doesn't work anymore. Who knows? But I think it's a dude announcement. Either way, he was at Metallica with his friends. And I didn't, I would have never, if you'd have pinned like, pick 10 celebrities that, you know, from the 70s that will be at Metallica. I would, not, John Travolta would not have been on that list at all. Dude. Maybe he's like, you know, I've seen pretty much everyone. I've never seen Pantera. And that's why I want Man, to Maybe. I've always had a thing for Phil Anselmo, his energy, you know. So I'm going to get out there. I'm going to take a look at the show and see what, you know, see what it's about, Brady. <laughs> yeah, you take this love, hate, whatever he said. I don't know. I just scream back, you know. I like when they do, uh, you know, cemetery gates. That's a favorite. How cool would have been to see him sashay down the runway, like in Greece. <laughs> He's up and down. I got chips. <laughs> then I'll do that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we bring up a special guest. He's going to sing a little something for us. They do summer love. Oh, Sandy, baby. People lose their minds because it's the same age group. We'd all look at each other and go, I'm enjoying this. Metallica backing John Travolta on a Grease song. Huge. I could watch that a few times in a row. Either way, it would be pretty awesome. And who knows who will be here because we're basically the second show. So Phoenix will have its own. There's only, what, six Six cities, then they take a break, and then six more, something like that. I something that's tight yeah. like that. It's like 12, 10 or 12. We're one of them, and it's this week, and that's awesome. So uh, get your get your ticket. I know it's not cheap, and that's one thing Metallica has done. I get to talk to Robert Trujillo Thursday, and I don't know how to kind of broach that subject because he's not the dude doing it, but how do you justify 
these ticket prices when you're the band of that of the people kind of you were, you weren't ever I guess you always were since 1999 the business Metallica but prior to that you were alcoholica you were the party band you know we'd pay like 80 bucks for a ticket it was pretty awesome but I he remember, wasn't in then I know he wasn't so, part of that so he's just kind of all right, thousand bucks a person. I guess we can do that to our fans. Our, I mean, it seems like Metallica's trying to get all the money back that it may have lost through internet stuff, or it just it feels like we're all and it's it's a great show. But man, I was looking at prices. My friend's got a suite through his business, and the suite is paid for. They have it all the time at the arena. So then basically, they just have to buy, buy tickets. the tickets. And the, the suite. tickets aren't that bad. Surprisingly, they're only like four hundred bucks. For the suite tickets, and but but if the if his company said no, we're not using the suite that night, they They'll have the right them. to sell it again. And the suite itself was like seventy five thousand dollars or some insane number. And then you oh get tickets God. where that was crazy. So yeah, you start getting into those numbers, and you're like, wow, this is each night is millions of dollars for Metallica. I mean, and you know, let alone the merch. More power to them. We're paying the price. So evidently, we haven't hit our threshold because it's pretty close to sold out twice. So if we're paying it, are the ticket prices too high? No. Because that's essentially I mean, how you have to. That's it. balance of business right there. That's like if they'll pay it, the, the prices aren't aren't too high. And again, if you pay it, it's because it's a special event. Like this, the, you know, the old Concord thing is that when it was affordable, nobody flew it. When they made it super duper expensive, people are like, oh, it's elite. It's prestigious. Let's use that. And they had that, you know, one-upsmanship over the people who didn't use it or, or go. Well, Metallica gives you your money's worth, too. I mean, last time they? we saw them, I mean, it, those video screens are like two stories tall. Yeah. And, I mean, it's it's crazy. They, they put, put money yeah, in. I was going to say, yeah. they, they spend money on the production because yeah. it is a, it's an endeavor. But, man, oh, man. It'll be special. Friday and Sunday of Labor Day week. And that is this week, if you can believe it. And our heat stroke open. You know, those uh, it was awesome. those R-word lawyers might have had something there because it was 111 degrees on Saturday. And we've never had one higher than 108, and that was at a peak. And then the wind came, and it rained a little bit that same day, and it dropped down to like 90. That one year got gummy because it rained a little at noon, which was just a slight... And a know, little the day before. It was a single cloud that went over us and got a little rain, and then it was okay. And then it, then it just got really humid and gross. But we've never had that. And I think we'd have... So those R-word lawyers of ours that screwed up our entire tournament for Saturday, we might owe them a thank you, you know, but we didn't have to go out in that mess. And the bigger thing is, listen to all those salespeople complain that they've never, that they'll melt like their sugar in the, in the rain. It's so hot out. You live in Arizona. It's hot out. You live in Arizona. I don't want to be in this. Maybe you that's what it was. Well, they all, they Work all. in the little courtyard before, helping out. It's an all skate. They don't want to be there. They might have sabotaged the whole thing. Either way, it's fun. And then, of course, the big news over the weekend. The loss of my sick day buddy, Bob Barker, who I only watched. Just brought back the yeah. uh, member berries there. Every time you were sick as a kid in the 80s, you yeah. watched Price is Right. And in the summertime, I don't think I ever watched it. When I was home and felt fine, Price is Right never happened. When I was sick on the couch, blanket, soup, thermometer nearby, some, some sort of medicine in a box sitting on the table... Just all the dreaming all, of winning a showcase show, <laughs> right? Down. And just and just guessing prices as a as a twelve year old who's never been shopping. I don't know. It's like a buck nineteen. How do I know those Chico summer ice cakes were a dollar six? Well, you would know those things. <laughs> 
you paid attention to the food items. I had no idea what was going on. I just liked Plinko. I liked the little, uh, you know, the, the Swiss climber, all those games. And they're still there. You go with Drew Carey's hosting. It's still the same stuff. It's mostly the same game. And, uh, but it's, it was sick day everything. And Bob Barker was uh, part of, good Lord, 50 years on that thing or whatever he did. Yeah, let's see years. from 76. Still not the same with Drew, though. It's just, no, you know. no, no, no. No, it isn't. There's just something about that 12 foot long microphone that yeah. he used and everything yeah. else. Yeah, Bob Barker was just. The, the, it might have been 30 years. I something think. 30 or 40 years. Yeah, he was on there for a long time. And uh, he was always part of my sick days. Every sick day I ever had, Bob Barker was part of it. And a lot of us out there had the same feeling. Kind of looked forward to it. The music actually makes me think of. Like, even still, when I hear da-da-da-da, I, I hit the couch. I'm in the that best. ugly-ass maroon couch we used to have that caused sweat. You want to break a fever? Call my mom and dad and say, where'd you get that couch in 1982 that would make you sweat on a, on, in an icebox? That thing was the, it was the grossest couch you could imagine. My dad slept on it every night. I slept on it every afternoon in the summer. I was sleeping on it all the time. And you'd wake up just soaked. Because this thing was gross. You got a fever? Get on the hot box couch. It was the, it was disgusting. Then they had it re they managed to have it reupholstered in worse material than that eighties red velvet or whatever we had before into this sort of ugly brown. Tw- it looked like a bad suit. It was a bad suit material. Oh, oh we had a horrible. beautiful pea green shag oh. on there, multicolor. Oh, uh, long shag, and then uh, it was two steps in the den. And when you're sick, you uh, we had a giant. It's like the equivalent of a bean bag. It wasn't a bean bag pillow. It was just oh, it was a like giant a pillow. Yeah, that was beautiful. And you got to bunk you out on lay that. In that. Could you imagine going to your house? As many kids and stuff that were floating in and out of that pad. Touching one of those fuzzy uh, couches from the seventies, and then having a oh, the t- a science test come we had through. A tweed. There was so much ass and booger on seventies ah. furniture. I'm not kidding, Brett. You know it. I know. <laughs> it makes him sick. Because I guarantee you're Italian. I'm trying to. You had out of my head. Nothing's you had changed. Cloth. Oh no. What cloth? Cloth has changed. The materials have well, changed. Now we have the plastic over the seats and stuff. <laughs> That's why. Like boogers and poop. That's why. Nobody knew. Like, my grandma's house was mostly plastic. It looked like it had not been unwrapped yet. And now I know why. She didn't want booger. She had 100 grandkids coming over with booger hands and poop butt and all, all sorts of stuff. No one's sitting on her cloth couch or her material. Go get leather and wipe it off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel good. And then that, all that sick lays on the couch and sweats all over and drools and ugh. If I see pictures of that, like, if I go back and look at old pictures and see that old ugly ass couch on weekends my dad would get out of bed and go lay on the couch and just fart and drool and sleep some more and sweat you'd go sit on the couch after he got him like dad hands are hot i know put down a blanket or something this thing is soaked i pay the bills around here. yeah he didn't care (laughs) and none of them cared just sit in my swamp (laughs) <laughs> it would dry, and as a family, we'd forget and get right back on that ugly-ass gross cloth couch. I don't know what that was made of. I used to like to rub my hand on it because it would make, you could write your name. Almost like a velour. It was velour. It was, oh, so gross. And it was maroon. It was like screaming out of the middle of the room, I'm disgusting. But Bob Barker had a lot to do with that couch in my life. He brings me back to a special time where, you know, my mom would be like, I'll be back in a couple hours. Are you going to be all right? I was bad, Bob. That's when her name was Bob, too. Bob. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. And she'd leave for work, 
And I'd lay there by myself in my own sick. <laughs> Just. And sometimes, the best part, a nice, uh, the, the trash can from the bathroom, take the bag out, sit it next to you in case you start puking. It was all right there. The whole shebang was right case. there. Just in case you don't feel well and you can't make it to the toilet. Throw open this? Yes. Okay. Sometimes mom would come home and that thing about three quarters up. You were right. I'm not good. And Bob Barker, there he was, on my TV. Like, yeah. This is great. Don't puke on the velour. Don't hit the couch. And if you do, don't worry about it. There's worse on there. Hit that nap from uh, basically, I don't know, 11 to 1 because that's the soaps. Then wake up in yeah. the afternoon. Yep, all the game shows that showed up yeah. later. Tattletales, uh, Tic-Tac-Doe. Joker's Wild. Joker's Wild. Oh, forget about it. It was the best. Sometimes Password was on. Earlier, usually, Super Password with Burt Convy popped on later. Oh, it was the best. Yeah, I loved being sick because the day was set. Here, here in Phoenix, Channel 5 used to be an independent station. At noon, the fun started. You got yourself, uh, you know. Uh, the uh, I Love Lucy. Well, it was Andy Griffith. Uh, then oh, it was yeah, Dick Van Dyke. Uh, yep. I Love Lucy. I Love Lucy. Duke's a hazard. It was the best. <laughs> it was the best three and a half hours of your life. And then 4 o'clock, Give Me a Break came on, and my sister got control. Ah, I had to watch Nell Carter for half an hour. And then Facts of Life. Ah, even worse. <laughs> and we, that was the only TV we had in the house. So it was going to be fisticuffs. But on sick days, I got to watch whatever I wanted. It was the best, yeah. So being sick was uh, Bob Barker made that all better. If you imagine, he made it all. And by the way, uh, credit due, Bob Barker is probably the one that introduced me to the problems of uh, animal issues. Uh, back in the, like in 1980 was the first time he ever said, hey, spay and neuter your pets. The dude was serious about he was on it. about animal cruelty. He qu- I didn't know this. He quit hosting the uh, Miss USA and Miss Universe. He quit that, and he was getting a ton of money because one year they were like, we're going to use uh, fur coats for the you know evening gown thing. And he's like, I won't go out there if you're going to use real fur. Even if you're going to encourage fur, I'm not going to do it. And they're like, well, it's part of it. And he goes, well, then I quit. And they're like, last minute, you're going to bail on us? He goes, you're going to use those coats? And, they're like, and they dug their heels in like that's you, you're, you and your silly little animal activist thing. He's fine. Off I go then. To and beat he, the tar out of Adam Sandler. And you forget. <laughs> yeah, but that was 20 years later. Miss USA, Miss Universe, Miss America. That's stuff, pretty bold. Those hosts back in the day when there were only four channels, that was the big revenue time. for that was insane. Yeah. He's getting back in the 70s and 80s. You're getting a, a million dollars a show. That's and like getting 10 now. That's knowing insane. how he adored women, too, later on. In and Price he loved right. handling the ladies. He was an 80s man. An 80s lady. Back in the 80s, what Bob Barker did wasn't wrong. No. You know, harassing employees with power. That's what it was. They weren't used to having ladies walking around work. They, <laughs> that's the way the system that's works. That's the way you you guys walked into a problem we didn't know how to solve yet. There were going to be rough, bumpy roads. Bob Barker was one of them. Hey, why don't you take that top off? And then he, and then you'd do it or you want, you'd lose your job as a, a model. That's no how it deal. used to work. I miss the old days. So do I. <laughs> We have it here, only it's reverse with Susan asking every, hey, why don't you pull those pants in a little tighter? Give me that bulge. It's our turn. <laughs> I noticed you the other day, John. What? Doing what, Susan? I see you pack on the right. You dress right. I'm like, hey, <laughs> hey. Yeah. All the ladies notice. It's our turn. And I'm fine with it. You guys want your piece. You didn't, you didn't want it to end. You just wanted to be able to do it. Bob Barker 
you know, he's got a little stain on his resume with 2023 eyes looking back on his life. Yeah, he treated ladies bad in the workplace by today's standards. Back then, totally acceptable. Totally acceptable. You got this president of Spanish soccer has got to sit out for 90 days because a woman can't possibly play the game ever again because a dude kissed her. And he didn't tongue kiss her. He was just excited. Gave her a little smooch on the lips. I understand to be like, hey, 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 we don't do that anymore. You're out for a week. 90-day suspension, then they're going to can him because the girls won't play as long as he's the president of soccer. Like, oh, my God. When he comes back in 90 days, he will say, Captain gets a kiss no yeah. matter what. Tradition. <laughs> you know how weak it makes you to go, we can't go on because of the kiss. It makes you look weaker than all those tough broads back in the 80s that used to have to show a nip to keep their gig. <laughs> those were the real women of America. All these, we're move on, we're winning, we're strong. You ain't strong. A dude kissed you and the whole team collapsed and crumbled. You got a kiss. You call that guy an asshole and you move on with like, we'll never play soccer again if we're going to get kissed. You know what your grandma had to deal with? She had some dude chasing around, probably sliding his finger up her butt crack. just so. She, and then she'd complain to who? No HR. Didn't exist. She turned to the guy who did it and said, I don't appreciate you putting uh, that finger in my butt crack when I walk by. Well, then I guess you don't appreciate your paycheck every two weeks. And she had to suck it up. Was it right? Literally. No. But she had to literally <laughs> suck it up. Those were the tough broads. Our grandmas. Our mothers. This gaggle of complainers. I don't like the way he said hello to me. Ah, you're weak. Suck it up like grandma used to. <laughs> Think about it. Your your grandma sucked, so you didn't have to. Those office predators were just testing the water. <laughs> exactly right. How far can I push this woman before she cracks? And most of the time, grandma was like, oh, no, I need this job. <laughs> She's digging in. Or it was a stern <laughs> swing and like, okay, she's yeah. off. Or she's she off fought limits. back. She's like, I'll hit you right in the face. I will beat the f*** out of you. And they're like, whoa, all right, she's a tough, she's one of us. Those tough old biddies, they put it together. These weak women today. You heard me. I'm a single mom. Ain't nobody stronger than me. Um, ah! I'll never work again! <laughs> I kissed you on the cheek. I didn't want that! Right, well, get over it, I guess. You can lose your job. You can lose your house. I'm like, you're weak. You're a weak person. Your grandma blew my dad. <laughs> just, just to make... Just put food on the table. So all I have to do is show you my so I can stay? That's right. Okay. Yeah. And we as men, we've evolved too. We know that's not right. We've come up with more or sinister his, ways to get his you. His co-worker buddy would go, hey, dude, you better back off her. Why? She's married to Bubba Smith. Right. <laughs> and, there, and that was the other thing. I'll go home and tell my husband. That was HR. Yep. And then he'd show up and go, who the hell is grabbing my wife's beehole? It's him over there. I didn't, I, I'm just saying, well, my, I can't believe this is happening. And you deserved a beating. Yeah. You got it. Ah, God damn it. I shouldn't have touched your butthole. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're men. They shake hands. She's still got a job. That dude ain't doing it anymore. He's over for the football game on Sunday. That's right. And now we're all friends. Sorry, brother. Sorry about that wife's butthole thing. Well, we're men. Sometimes we can't help. <laughs> you got to keep her. Man, yeah. up. <laughs> Man, you got a real key. You guys want some cheese and drinks? Yeah, be a good little lady and go get us something to drink. Especially the guy that grabbed your butthole and apologized to me. You never have to apologize to her. That's a weak woman. Those were the strong women. Bob Barker didn't do a thing wrong. They keep bringing it up in his eulogy, too. Of course, in the 90s, it was revealed that Bob didn't treat the Bob's 
what did they call him? Bob's Beauties. It wasn't even, they didn't even have their own identity. They were his bitches. I mean, they even said so. He had a bevy, he had a stall of women. Bob's Beauties, Barker's Beauties. The dude loved fur. How could you not? <laughs> he, he, he hated fur. He liked fur. Living fur. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He liked it attached to a, to a breathing body. I like that one. The price is right here. Mm. Ring it up. Anyway, Bob Barker was a hero to all the sick kids in the 80s. Never did anything wrong. Never once. I'll stand by that a thousand times over. He never did anything wrong. Ever. What he was doing was normal at the time. Doesn't make it right today, but it was normal in the 80s. There's nothing you could do. And those ladies came out when it started, when the, when morality swung over, they started tattling on him. I didn't like the way he treated me. Oh, jeez. Damn morality. And he kept that gig and he kept cashing those checks. Though. Set the standard for the coolest micro- microphone to host anything. He and Gene Rayburn. Yep. Rayburn started that. Rayburn was, the free, oh, Rayburn was around in 64, 65 with the sticky mic and he stuck with it. All the way up to match game 80. Maybe he's 12 foot. Ah, it was huge. I used to like it because then for a while there, he got a retractable one. Rayburn did. And he stumped Barker on that one. Barker just had the stick with a little bubble on it. Uh, Rayburn had the coolest Like microphone. a wand. It was neat. It was like it was like a magician. It was pretty cool. Anyway. And, and that show, match game. Every woman's in on it. Like, show me your It's so it's uncomfortable to watch. Filthy. Oh. Oh, the one time he told J.J. Walker when the answer was clearly watermelon that if he didn't get it right, he was kicked off. <laughs> if you don't get this one, you're kicked off. And he goes, I got it, Bob. Watermelon. And he put the thing right under his face and gave a big smile. I'm like, this is, I'm going to sue someone watching this. Reruns and, of that show are fantastic. And some fantastic. of those contestants, a female one, good looking, she's not leaving right after the show. <laughs> no. Richard Dawson is going to f- her hard. Richard Dawson married a woman from Family Feud, one of the contestants. <laughs> Richard Dawson was using that. Love- that was his dating app. That was what he did. He would harass them until one said, you know what, let's get this through. The, the, the director of the match game, if you watch old match game reruns, knew when there was a hot contestant, the next shot you take is Richard Dawson's face to get his reaction on what he's thinking. And you could see it a few times like, yeah, I'm definitely going to f*** this one. The way they used to film Match Game, too, because I looked into this. Gene was pretty obvious, oh, too. Gene was just a He'd drunk. He'd lean on that Look, podium at the desk she's sitting at. Gene was a human ashtray. So what do you got, doll? Smelled like bad whiskey and smokes, and he got to lay on the ones Dawson discarded. So what I read was, because I'm like, what went on back then? Because I'm a fan of the Match I have shirts. I've ordered. Sw- I got into it huge when they started to show it again on Buzzer. It's, a, it's hilarious. Even still funny. Uh they would film on Saturday and Sunday, two weekends in a row, and then like the next month. And they do 20 shows a day. Like they did it's mo- a marathon, a like a month's worth of shows in one weekend. And they'd have them all stacked up. And they, and they even say it in the thing. They're like, what are you doing? And he goes, well, this weekend I'm at blah, blah, blah. But that doesn't matter because this show doesn't air for another 40 days. And I'm like, but that's where I am this weekend. And they would pretend, oh, it's Christmas. You remember it's Christmas. It's clearly summer. They're all tan. And, uh. So uh, they would film, and then they would go back to Dawson's house or Rayburn's. Rayburn lived in New Hampshire, and then uh, or uh, you know anybody who was there, uh, Betty White, and they'd all go back with the contestants and have house parties for that Saturday, Friday, and Saturday, night. and wow. just you know some of the contestants weren't invited, like the old lady from Iowa didn't go, but that <laughs> nurse from San Diego, she was there, and Dawson's fingers were filthy, covered in seventies hair, just. Running his hand through there like it was a VO5 commercial. <laughs> Just right through that <laughs> massive 70s knot. 
And Bob Barker was doing the same thing on Price is Right. Just because it was a little bit more wholesome show. Everybody expected Bob Barker to be a virgin. He boned Barker's beauties. All of them. All of them. As he should back in the day. Exactly. Back in those days. He was a man. They were women. Drew Carey, not so much. Drew Carey is not <laughs> having sex with Mimi. One of his beauties. Some of his beauties are, are, are boys. Nathan says, careful, John. Your honor, honorary gay card only has so much protection. You're scaring me today. No, 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 no scaring. Your grandma was tougher than your wife. It's like the old Chris Rock thing when he's like, I can't believe what we call racism today compared to what it used to be. He said, I remember my grandpa telling me stories how a white man would just get on his back and whip him and go, I need you to take me somewhere. <laughs> Use him as a car. And I laughed for a half an hour. Yeah, the, old, the older generations went through a lot more real stuff. You get kissed on the lips. You can never play soccer. Stop it. That's where the generation after generation, ah, you think you had it. Well, they're right. In this particular yeah. instance, they're right. You, you, what, 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 you can't play soccer again because a guy gave you a celebratory smooch on the lips? Yes, it was just, it, he's demonized and sexualized me. I think he just gave you a kiss on the lips. That ended the second his lips left yours. You can complain about it, but. Now it's so easy. We didn't have cell phones. <laughs> you could play soccer again. <laughs> that was the other thing. We had a story here where one of our former employees, Shirley, came to me. When our old boss, Chuck Arteague, some remember him. Uh, it's been a long time. It's hard to say that because he's such a part of this station. It's ridiculous. But some of you guys remember old Chuck Arteague. We used to make fun of him all the time. Chuck was that guy. He was Gene Rayburn. He was Chuck sexually oh, he harassed was pulling- all the way to the end. Oh, he boned a lot of employees. So, Top sure- of the praying monks. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I went hiking with a girl, and we got lost on Camelback. Next thing you know, I'm on Praying Monk. The only way to stay warm through the night was to ball her. What? <laughs> you just went on a hike with an employee? You scaled and you got her up there, if too? If you've been to Praying Monk, it's like it, 35 feet off the ground. Every time I look. You like, can roll you? down the hill from Praying Monk. You didn't have to spend the night. He had her convinced they were trapped. And then he balled her for warmth <laughs> and left I don't know. I went home and told my wife immediately. You told her everything? Well, I got stuck on praying monk. <laughs> you didn't tell your bald wow. some lady to stay alive. In Phoenix, which the temperatures never get cold enough to kill you, he convinced some girl that worked for him that they were going to die of the elements. We must bond. <laughs> we have to hook our genitals together. <laughs> if we don't, we die. <laughs> I don't want to die. I don't either. Oh, oh. <laughs> and that Looks was like, like one of us is going to sleep. But remember how he told us that he was so proud yeah. of that story. That wasn't like, I want a shameful day in my. No, he was like, listen to this one. So Shirley comes to me one day and Shirley was. She worked here forever. She was awesome. And Shirley goes, I think I just had a revelation. I'm like, what's that? Chuck just said he worked at, I forget the name, Smith & Johnson over back in this time. I'm like, yeah. And he was one of the managers. I'm like, yeah. And she goes, I worked there when I was 14. 14? Her sister got a job there when she was like 18. And they needed like people fi- filing. There was no computers. They filed and filed and filed all day long. So she needed help with files. And one of the creepy managers came over and pinned her in the corner and said, if you want to keep this job, you know what to do. And he started to grab her, like her boobs and stuff. And like put him and kissed her a little bit, and he's like, "You know what to do." 
And she goes, I always was creeped out by him. His name was Charles. Because <laughs> oh, no. she goes, I just realized. She goes, I don't know how this. And I'm like, what kind of symmetry are we dealing with here that you found this job and have worked for Chuck for 30 years and it didn't dawn on you? And she goes, I didn't know he worked there. He just told me a story about how he worked there. And the best part of working there were all the young girls that would come in oh. and file. She goes, I was one of them. And she goes, I didn't do anything with them. But she said, I just got pinned a lot. <laughs> and there he comes, Finus Wine Shirt. Hi, Shirley. Hey, What's doll. up, doll? <laughs> it's like straight out Mad Men. You try, it was Mad Men. That was the uh, way it was. Give me some coffee, doll. And I even asked Shirley, I'm like, what did you do? And she goes, I just dealt with it until, you know, I was getting money. And those those ladies were like, I just walked into a man's world. That's not right. We're going to have, it's going to be some work to change this. But, and he was one of them. If you like it here, you're going to deal with this. <laughs> Grabbing her cans. and <laughs> This isn't a file. <laughs> Looks like you put one of the X's in Y. Mm, I'll put my X in your Y. Yeah. Want to go hiking this afternoon? Yeah, we'll go hiking, although it could get pretty chilly later in the day. He convinced a woman she would die in Phoenix. <laughs> it would have to be 30 in the daytime for them to have hiked in the first place for it to drop down to temperatures that will kill you. If it was summertime, the only risk was hiking in the day. The night would have been quite nice. Nope. Convinced her that they had to, his words, ball <laughs> to stay alive. And that original <laughs> office that we're in, his office was right out of Anchorman. Oh, yeah. The general manager. Oh, the, the weird cabinet of alcohol. and Oh, my God. It's a different time. Anyway, Bob Barker was part of it. We miss him. I reminisce about the good old days, as Brett calls them. We can't keep putting 2020-plus eyes on the 70s and 80s and making these people bad guys. They are today. If you acted like that today, absolutely you should be in trouble. The rules have changed, and they, and they should have. But back then, they didn't. There weren't any rules, so you just went with it. It's the same thing as the great football players of the 80s aren't considered thugs today because they used to spear guys or clothesline or... Tug, tug on the horse collar and all that. By today's rules in the NFL, there's a lot of dudes that wouldn't even be playing, or in the Hall of Fame especially, that have been crooked beasts, but we don't go back and say anything different. We need to do that to everything in society. Those were the rules then. People took advantage of it, just like humans will. And in 25 years from now, the rules today will be like, I can't believe they would let women and men work in the same room. It's going to be the Mike Pence era. Or I'm going to be allowed to sit in a room with them. You used to be. It used to be considered a compliment when your boss went by and said, "You look really nice today." Now, potentially career oh, career ending. <laughs> nice ass, touch. <laughs> well, that's a little. <laughs> but I would. Uh, Chuck said that to him. See, I'm hiring you because you've got a great ass. <laughs> I want to touch it. I'm gonna count on that. I'll go hiking this weekend. We'll go, we'll go up to praying monk and ball for your employment. The best part of the story is I went home and told my wife immediately. I'm like, Jesus, I didn't see that curveball in this story at all. <laughs> What'd you tell her? That I got stuck on the mountain. Because you think they could, he couldn't have called her. He just got stuck in the mountain. His wife, by the way, not concerned. There was no, like, search party. <laughs> he just didn't show up the next day. Eh, he'll come home eventually. Probably a new secretary. They were a tougher breed, your grandparents. Much tougher. Now we got this. Weak ass society of people going. I just want to, just want to not get talked to. Or all right, 
Grandma set the table for you to be a pansy. My grandpa was hardly home during the week. <laughs> All of our grandpas were. My grandpa worked at a steel mill. He was still finding the side tail. My other grandpa had polio. He was using his good arm to bang chicks. <laughs> There's no doubt. My, my grandma wasn't allowed to drive for a reason, so she could never find him. Never thought of it that way, but uh, now it's starting <laughs> it. to make a little bit more sense. She wasn't allowed a driver's license. That was just the way it is. So she sat at home and did stuff all day. Then he'd come home like, what have you been doing? Nothing. I can't go anywhere. Good. How come you're late? Uh, hiking. He was a man of few words. Got a words. Lions Club meeting. He was a man of few words, mostly because his mouth tasted like a bad sushi meal every day. <laughs> I gotta go get all this hair out of my mouth. Anyway, the 80s. Bob Barker represented him well. It's a different time. And, you know, that dog thing's pretty amazing. I saw numbers that he put up, too. The dude, over his lifetime, no joke, $50 million in charitable donations. He was given like $5 million a pop. He tried to stop Japanese whaling. And he had a dude who said, I can do this. I just need the funding. He goes, how much you need? He goes, $5 million. Boom, check, go get him. And for a little while, Bob Barker and another guy who had a couple of boats and an idea almost stopped Japanese whaling completely. In fact, they cut it in a third. It used to be a lot worse. And, you know. He probably fell for a couple, too. I'm sure of it. Cat juggling? Right. I bet you he gave some money to (laughs) stop it. That's not a thing. But he was serious about it and, and like, walked the walk. The dude put his money where his mouth was, for sure. And I, you know, again. The dude had hundreds of millions of dollars off the prices, right? That just tells you how much daytime TV used to roll in money. They had like $25 million deal back then. It was crazy. But yeah, Even 50- Drew Carey's deal. Uh, he's doing great, but they don't have the same revenue as they used to in daytime TV. Daytime TV used to be huge. Huge. Like the daytime talk shows, those things were money machines. Because you think about it, women weren't allowed to go anywhere. There's a lot of viewers at home. TV in the daytime now is kind of crap. Anyway, there you go. Bob Barker, you'll be missed. 99. And all those memes that came out about not making it to 100 and the, without going over. Yeah, pretty funny, but enough. Uh, we'll wish you, Bob. He's done. 99. Yeesh. That's a big number. It's going to the showdown in the sky. Uh, it's 623. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. Maybe a nice one for going hiking later today. Because, you know, <laughs> it'll drop down into the 80s tonight. Nobody can sustain that. You better ball to stay alive. <laughs> ball. That's a word that's got to come back. Uh, give it to us good and strong. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KPD. Wake up! It's out of control now. 98 All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Uh, there you go. Uh, there's a little alliance for you, waking you up. Nice job, boys and girls of Alliance. And, uh, yeah, the Barker's Beauties. Everybody's reminiscing about how they were sick kids in the 80s and 90s watching, watching Bob. 
He'll be missed. Is there such a thing now? And I, I say this because I don't know, not because it's like a, in my day, is there a thing now that everybody goes to on a sick day? Like the kids have video to, games. Is there a mostly, YouTube I thing now? So. Is there like somebody? Oh, who, yeah, they'll watch YouTube. There's too many options now. That's what I'm going to say. I, yeah. I don't think anybody like but has that. But there's not like one. Yeah, commonality yeah. later. In, like the, I know it sounds weird, but that's comforting for some reason that I can say Bob Barker and everybody goes sick days. Like there's a community of it. And that's wildly gone. That's missing from society now because nobody can go the next day and go, hey, did you watch Cheers last night? Did you watch? Like everything we used to talk about the next day. We don't have that anymore. Now everybody's just barking about, I made episodes into Suits. That show's five five years old. Started watching last night Suits because you started talking about it. Another friend started. It's in the top ten of the shows on Netflix. So weird. Doug Hopkins called me from Rome. Hey, what's going on? I'm like, hey, how's your trip? Awesome. It's amazing. Like, what are you doing? 6 a.m. where I am. I'm like, that's awesome. You having breakfast yet? No, just watching Suits. <laughs> like, <laughs> Netflixed in Rome Suits. Yeah. Gonna watch Suits. Great. My mom's all over it. His parents are all over it. Like, that show just popped up out of nowhere. And it is weird to see uh, Princess Meghan Markle. It is. That's the fascinating thing. Well, it's the thing that got me right yeah. off the bat. I'm like, She's got I'm just a watching it. great body. But she hadn't been through the, the uh, Royal Star Wash yet. Her face is a little bit. Ugh. I mean, she's pretty, but it's not what it is she now. It's better through this. Yeah, because you know, she met seasons. Harry. Right. She started dating a, a prince of you know. That's going to get you a little bit like, hey, how about a better a stylist for you? I'll get that arranged. Yeah, she's a little compared to what we see now. Very pretty, but doesn't look the same. I won't even say what Megan said when we were watching last night. And she looked. She goes. She looks a little. Like no, no, she doesn't have Down syndrome. Don't say. That. <laughs> Well, compared to now. I'm like, she looks very soft and polished now. Too rough. I think that's my initial fascination. The show's a little bit... I've only watched one episode. It's all right. Hopefully I don't ruin it with the uh, amount of folders that are being Oh, no, you're so, I don't care. I, honestly, it's one of those shows where it's like, I get it. This douchebag's just somebody I'm supposed to love and hate at the same time, and I'll, I'll follow along. And the kid is... There's you know, good characters. Oh, sure. Right now, I don't like anyone. First episode, and I'm like, I don't like a single person on this show yet. Like, it seems like it was written by 10-year-olds. But we'll see. Yeah, Megan was about the, a big part of the keeping me in it. Like, wow, this is fascinating because yeah. she's, you know, you're thinking, oh, four years later or whatever, yeah, she's, she's out of the mix. <laughs> right. It's Can't even act anymore. 2019, and now, yeah, now she's the world's most hated, beautiful person. And now she's talking about uh, getting back on yeah. Instagram. But we can't gets, talk about the show. Because you're four yeah. years in and I'm one show, and so it's not something we can have a commonality about. Brett doesn't know what we're talking about. No clue. That used to be a thing. I think the last of it was like Sopranos and Breaking Bad was about it. Right. And then after that, everything was just... Yeah. You're right. American Idol was the last one where we all were like 30 million people were watching every yeah. Sunday or Monday, whenever that was on. But I remember when The Sopranos ended, we came on... Oh, you know, my God. Like, I ran in here to talk yeah. to you. Like you were, uh, he was doing overnights, and I was, I was early. Okay, <laughs> what you think? <laughs> Scream was a black. Yeah, I don't know what black. <laughs> we all freaked out. We all had that same story. Oh, we did too. Everybody watched at the same time, yeah. which I kind of liked better. Uh, I think the, the I've said it for years. I think the only thing we've all got in common is politics, because it's the only thing we're all up to date on. No, again, the line I've been using for years. Nobody ever says. Don't talk about politics. I'm only up to the 2020 election. 
Yeah. Everybody's, you know, we're all, it's the only thing we're, that we know that guy's probably paid attention to or is at least up to a day or two away. So that's the most divisive topic you can come up with to have in common across the nation. I don't think younger generation gives a flying F about it either. And I think that's the best part is that they just like YouTube videos. But I don't know what their commonality is. What are they, like their thing? My friend uh, had his uh, 15-year-old daughter over to the house. Like we were, she just came by. And she's fine. She's fun. She's got a personality and she's a bit of a snot. But that's all right. She's 15. They're supposed to be. She's kind of a mean girl. And uh, she's wandering around the house. And I played air hockey with her and beat the tar out of her. And she hated that part. And I loved every second of it. And then, like, every everything she says usually is accompanied with her showing her phone to me. Look. Like, every sentence starts with look. And then she shows me something and then makes a comment on it. I'm like, you're a human commenter. Like, you don't even have a personality, do you? You just have the thing that you just watched and now you have an opinion about it. Bump. I'm like, okay. Cool dog on a surfboard. Look. Your dogs can't do that. I'm like, no, they can't because I don't live anywhere near the ocean. So probably wouldn't want them to do it anyway. It would be an expensive hobby for a dog. But it was weird because I'm like, that's what they do. And we think it's weird. They think it's normal. It's their way. The same way as uh, we think it was normal for <laughs> Bob Barker to harass women at work. They don't. That's not their world. Kirby's just recently uh, been not binging, but she watches uh, a couple a day. Fresh Prince. She's digging the Fresh Prince. <laughs> That's hot. Is she, like, enjoying it, or is it like a walk down memory lane, like nostalgia? And hopefully she didn't ask I if you dressed like that, because you did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brady was dressed like Will Smith circa 91 <laughs> in those spray-painted shirts that said B-Bogues on the front. <laughs> no, I never went that <laughs> I think you did. I'm pretty sure you did. When you went back to I frat wanted room. to. Of course, like, we uh, all wanted yeah, to. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know if I could pull that. But this ivory skin kept us from looking like idiots. Speaking of ivory skin and idiots, the uh, White Sox played the A's this weekend. You know what I'm going to talk about. Mm-hmm. First off, you you deserve to be shot for paying money to go see the White Sox and A's see this that year. Team. Yeah. And then, both teams. Do you I know can. the big draw at the end of the game? A vanilla ice concert. Yeah. Two people got yes. shot. Yeah. Two people got shot in the crowd and they canceled the vanilla ice show. I would too. They didn't cancel the game. There's a dude shooting people in the crowd and they're like, no, nah, no, nah, keep the A's and White Sox out there. It would benefit everybody if a few of these guys took shots. Let's get things straight. Vanilla canceled that. Oh, and I would have. Yeah. Vanilla was I don't want anything to do with that. We got a guy with a gun in the crowd. Let's just, I thought you guys had security out front. It's, that confirms my beliefs. Those things outside of sporting events aren't on. I have two fake shoulders, two fake hips. If anybody's going to set that off, it's me. The wand catches it. Those metal detectors you walk through at Suns games, never once. My keys in my pocket. I don't even try anymore. Like, put put all your pocket stuff in this basket. Okay. I'm not rifling through my pockets to put that in that little cup. None of this stuff is on. And occasionally it goes off. And I'll put my hands up. What's in your pocket? I have two fake hips. Okay, off you go. I'm like, I could have a sawed-off shotgun in my pants. These people are just getting the line going. Somebody got into that game with a gun, shot a couple of ladies out in the outfield, and the only thing that happened, because Chicago's so crazy, is they canceled Vanilla and Tone Look. That's it. Got the bodies out, finished the game. The worst game ever. Like, two teams that have no chance of going anywhere, they're like, let them finish. I'd rather watch the... Vanilla Ice concert. I'd rather been shot. Teams. 
than watch the and A's I'm a and, Sox fan. Yeah, that's they're it. just terrible. Is it? it, it was Tone Loke flies in for his two songs yeah. and then gets out. Rob Bass was on there too. It was a total. Oh, yeah, two more songs. Yep. Sadly, I've been to that show. So was it a bullet from inside the stadium, or was it just they still don't know? Randomly outside, they one still landed inside and hit some ladies. Yeah, last I heard, they still Someone don't know. Someone caught it in the outfield. Well, yeah, they were shooting pop flies <laughs> into the stadium, which is not shocking in that part of Chicago. It is a dangerous, scary area of Chicago. Ow! The best thing about the White Sox Stadium is it's guaranteed rate stadium, mm-hmm. and all over it is big arrows pointing down because, like, the the whole push of guaranteed rate is that they're going to get you a lower rate. So the whole thing is just red arrows yep. pointing to the ground. Like, this is going south into the dirt. They tried to fight it and the guaranteed rate was like, nope, nope. that is our emblem. That's, putting, that's what happens. Down, yep. Downward arrows all over your stadiums pointing straight down. The trajectory is down. And since then, <laughs> it's been down. Oh, yeah. 100%. People getting shot at baseball games. And shanked. But that's standard for Niners. Raiders what are you battle. Do? It's yeah. It's Oakland versus San Francisco. Uh, you're going to get some stabbing. <laughs> shanked in the airport. Look, and I appreciate a shanking. A shanking. A shanking a, yeah. A, yeah, shanking is a guy who's you know going in with a plastic weapon. He's he's dodged the system. And anybody in on his turf cheering too loudly for something else, you might lose. That's why you don't do that. I worked for the Cardinals in 2002, and I didn't get to go in the road games, but I got to sit through the meetings, and they told everybody on the team, do not wear, on the broadcast team, do not wear Cardinals gear, get off the bus in regular clothes, go to your hotel room, put regular clothes on, have a duffel bag with your Cardinals gear on. Do not walk through the stadium, do not walk through the crowd in the opposing team's gear, just in case. And they weren't worried about shootings. They were worried about you getting hit with, you know, projectiles they throw things at the you had to walk right through there was that all teams or like just the raiders no it was just the only meeting i sat through where they were worried about it was the raiders and okay. if i remember right, it was a preseason game they were still worried about like batteries and cups who and, brings nine volts to a game raiders fans too. pulling it out of their and bracelets or honestly what? i think it was more car batteries I, they were worried about like big giant chunks of things flying out <laughs> we're gonna be saying in a couple of weeks did, did you see Cardinals less than four wins guy. Beat <laughs> the tar out of. Yeah. It's uh You got a duck of diehard getting yeah. thrown at you or what? I mean. You run the risk of fisticuffs at a sporting event if you wear the opposing team's jersey in that house. It's lesser in basketball. I sit in the Suns games every night and watch, you know, loads of opposition. And most of the time it's family. I sit in the section where the opposing team's family is like three rows ahead of me. I remember the Mavericks were the worst ones because they stood up and started to yell back. And it was the opening day last year, and the Mavericks jumped out to like a 25-point lead. They were mouthy. They lost, and they slunk out of there. It was a great feeling. But nobody was popping them. But Air in Chicago, that's a hell of a ticket. You spent yeah, playing on the south side. Yeah. yeah, you spent 150 bucks to go see the worst team in the last 20 years in the Oakland A's play the worst White Sox team in the last 20 years. And uh, no money ball, all just to see uh, Vanilla Ice and Tone Loke at the end. You had to sit through the game. You had to go in during the game to go see the concert, and it was a good crowd. Yeah, it, it was, was a shocking thousand, I think. Yeah, <laughs> for that game, that thing should get five thousand. They had tops. to pay for that ticket. They, Absolutely, that, that, they were handing out tickets to that. It worked. Yeah, and then a couple people got shot in the stadium. Ah, eh, what are you gonna do? <laughs> well, that makes me. <laughs> You know, that, that bad guys get ideas off of that. So turn I, on the damn metal detector. Everything I see, it, it's it, it's leaning towards it was outside the outside the stadium. Do you know how hard that would be? 
Well, I think it was just a random. Just two random bullets. Yeah. That a go couple in of the pumps air. right outside the stadium. That's insanity. Oh, don't forget they used to shoot at our tower in Guadalupe on, on New Year's and stuff, too. That's true. <laughs> and I used to do the overnights. I'd never go out during that time. I'm like, about 1030, I'm locking myself in this building, not yeah. going anywhere. That's true. Well, in Guadalupe, I locked myself up in the daytime. Well, I yeah. want to wander around there. They didn't get too shooty when the sun was up, but we, we showed up pretty early and the sun didn't rise for a couple hours. I was still nervous about a few strays. Stray bullets, stray pit bulls. They were pretty much strays everywhere as Guadalupe. Much better situation. Much better. But yeah, so that goes on. So we got Metallica coming up uh, this weekend where they're going to herd you in one door in a pile of people. And then you go through those fake metal detectors. All I ask, State Farm Stadium, turn on the goddamn metal detectors. If that thing doesn't go off when I go in there, just in case it wasn't from outside the stadium, uh, I'm going to start asking some questions because I don't think they take that too seriously. So I'm going to need you to take your helmet off? <laughs> uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm going to have to ask you to take your tactical gear off. You're making people nervous. <laughs> I'm making people nervous. You're the ones with the security that doesn't really exist. You're 93 years old. What are you going to do if the S hits the fan? Hey, man, take everything out of your pockets. Oh, yeah, that'll stop me if I've got bad intentions. You saw my keys. You walked through this fake metal detector. Yep, okay. Seriously, I'm more metal than man. That thing should go off every time I go through. Never goes off at the airport. Never goes off. Well, that's titanium. I'm like, make a titanium. That is surprising. Not once. The first tip I understood, or the shoulder, really. And I would go to events and I'd make them wand me. I'm like, this, this, and it shows up on the wand like a lot. Like it goes, I'm like, so it should go off in the metal detector. It goes, yeah, maybe it's not enough. All right, put another one in. My whole upper body. They're just, figuring if he's got a shoulder gun, he got one over us. Right. And then my hips. Yeah. I got, t- you he's put got- that wand over me, that thing's, it's just the dude's vibrating on the other side. I can't control it. But I walk through that metal detector every time. Every uh, time. Mine is that name. You, Yours goes you hiding off. something in your stomach? Yeah. Food? <laughs> I don't think I'm hiding it. I think yeah. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty open <laughs> about it. Is that a barrel in your navel? Yeah, I'm pretty open about my gut hiding, sir. There's not, there's not a lot of room in there for weapons. I would leave a print on my shirt, let's be honest. That guy's got a, a, like an old-fashioned cannonball or something he's trying to sneak in. <laughs> he's got one of them... TNT bombs from uh, Looney Tunes. It's right there in his belly. It's a Zach me. It's a me. He's got a fuse. He's got a bomb in his gut. It's pretty big. He's got bad intentions. Pretty sure he swallowed a cannonball. Yeah, mine goes off. Yours, yours goes off. Mine doesn't. I can walk in anywhere. That was at the airport, but you know, it didn't at the uh, last concert we went to. I walked through that metal detector at the airport last time with a dude next to me. We just looked at each other. Like, did we just go through at the same time? <laughs> Nothing happened. Nobody stopped. It's like, just get on the plane. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Well, he's going, and I'm going. Like, oh, <laughs> walk through. It was the private areas, the JSX thing. I'm like, Nothing. I'm like, we can walk through two, three at a time. They don't even. This isn't on. It was in Vegas, and the guys laugh. I'm like, you're right. And Megan's right there. Like three of us just piling through, like herding cattle. Yeah, I don't believe those are actually on. But White Sox games, man, that's big. And if bullets are floating through the air like that in Chicago, and they are, uh, that they just land on a woman. And did you see the reaction of the people in the crowd? Like they get up and they start waving their arms. Like what just happened? 
This lady's all of a sudden like, ah! she's got a hole in her leg. Ah! She's looking down like, what just hit her? They didn't know, but it's Chicago, so I'm sure she's like, she's been shot. Yeah. They didn't hear a gun go off. They didn't hear any of it. It's two giant ladies out in the crowd screaming for security because somebody got twice. That is That's horrifying. Freak. It didn't. I mean, how many times does it happen where a bullet just plants itself in the field and nobody even knows? If it misses a guy. That city's insane. In Chicago? Probably all the time. Yeah. Any day that ends in Y? <laughs> yeah. You'd go through that field, it would look like an old uh, Civil War skirmish. Yeah. So many bullets in the dirt. <laughs> There's a deep drive by Castellanos. Oh, the ball's been shot. And it has <laughs> fallen harmlessly to the ground in tatters. Well, I don't know if I'm ever going to put the headset on again. I don't want to come here. There's bullets flying around. It's a shooting gallery. And then the most amazing technology I've ever seen in my life as far as vehicles happened over the weekend with nascars ryan priest's car did you see this ryan priest wrecked flipped 10 times in the air i mean the thing spun yeah one of the worst wrecks i've ever seen the last one i remember was uh, richard petty had the just a tumbler this is worse he's floating smashes down whatever discharged from the hospital the next morning i mean it I, is yeah. a death ride and it's horrifying and, his, and his, that's how good they have those cages oh, now. And barely even, you know, like, might have busted a bone, gave him a little concussion, big deal. And then his tweet was just so manly. He said, you want to get in NASCAR, you got to be tough. God damn, you're a god. He wants back in the car. That's how you do it in a small town. Yeah, try, <laughs> try that in the Spanish <laughs> soccer league. Those broads can't play soccer ever again because one of them got kissed. This dude flipped over, rolled 10 times while a car was barreling down and hitting him. Lights on fire. They get him out of there the next day. He's walking around going, yeah, yeah, that'd be tough. He wants to go back. Spanish soccer girls can't play soccer ever again because of a... That's it. Tell me which one you'd rather watch. It's pretty amazing. But Ryan Priest, who I, I don't follow NASCAR, so I don't know who that is, evidently has become my hero. He's my favorite one by far. And then finally, on the sports world, ASU has decided to punish itself, which I still don't understand what's going on there. A few years ago, Herm Edwards did some stuff sideways, and now the new coach and all the new players can't go to a bowl game because of it. It doesn't make any sense to me, which is why college football still some, sucks. You want some guys to, uh, it, it's great for the recruiting, too. Oh, so you, no bowl? Why would I go to this? School? Why am I going to ASU? Yeah. Like, and it's self-imposed. ASU did it to itself. Yeah. Like, if we just take the chance of a successful season away... Is there and all these guys that showed up here? Like, and there's a transfer. Po- I'm leaving. Yeah, I'm not going to stay here. I'm going to leave. I'm not, not going to same thing. Break like my legs for a my bro- senior year, or, or you know, for guys that stuck it out. Why didn't they do it last junior? year when Herm was still here? Because well, they didn't have enough evidence halfway evidently. through. Why don't you just punish Herm? Yeah, and his crew. Why don't you just tell them, hey, there's fines they did involved. punish him with a four point yeah. four million payout. Yeah, yeah. now and, he's on ESPN. Yeah, and no, uh, like punishment or, or marks on his record other than that he hosted and it's the stupidest rule ever i hate college football college football is so annoying it's like, so pure you it's such a That's pure what everybody thing says. They it's a, pure yeah uh-huh. they had a party <laughs> it's pure it's pure <laughs> they had a party where they invited high school seniors evidently and you're not allowed to talk to them to recruit them during the covid yeah during a covid time. lockout and they had a couple kids over to the, the campus and that evidently means that People four years later can't succeed. That doesn't make any sense. They should have done what Michigan did. You know, they're going to go ahead and do it. And they say, oh, well, no, 
we're going to do the punishment. Three games. Right. Or I think and they just Herb suspend Arden the just, coach. Yeah, you just yeah. sit out for three games. The players didn't do anything wrong. Look, I don't understand why this whole gaggle of ASU students has to pay the price for something a guy who doesn't even work there anymore does. And you just, you, you find him, you, you put him in court and try to figure, this is not anybody's fault here. The new coach has to eat this? Why? And if I'm a ticket holder to ASU games, I'm not supporting this this year. They, now this, why? This is not the NCAA doing something against them. It's them being stupid enough to say our season doesn't matter. Don't go. Yeah, why would you? Why wouldn't? It doesn't matter. Pointless. The whole thing is an exhibition. Well, it could be and, ten and zero. It's an exhibition. It doesn't I guess matter. The coach might be looking at it like, well, at least we don't have to go to the Midas Bowl again or whatever <laughs> right. bowl they go to. It's like, woo. I would, I would look at my team and go, best, best case scenario is El Paso. Yeah. Uh, we're canceling bowl season. F- that Ooh. I'm not going to El Paso again. They get to go to the, the Meineke Sun Bowl. No, we'll skip that. Thanks. We're already too close to Tucson. We don't travel to Tucson's twin sister over there on the Mexican border. Forget it. But you're coaching ASU. You knew that the El Paso Bowl was probably your best hope in the next couple of years. But I don't understand that. I don't know. That's why college football is so stupid. All their recruiting rules and their nonsense. Dumb. Be interested to see how many transfers. Well, they can't do it now. So they, ASU even screwed their current players. Like you can't transfer out now. It's too late. So you oh, you can't no because no. the season start started technically, and you can, but you have to sit out the season. I'm sure there's loopholes in that too. But I mean, for the most part, yeah, all these guys have to stay. Like they're transferring. I'd bail. There's no way I'd stay. No way. ASU first off isn't as hot as it used to be. It used to be like the sexy school, which is why our football teams were never any good. Is because these dudes were drowning in weed and smoke show hot sea students. Then they got all stupid and went after uh, like really good students and stuff. And then <laughs> you got all the uggos that showed up. And, and then they just wanted volume, so they were taking uggos and D students. Meanwhile. They can't. They can't even illegally recruit a good team. That's the worst part. If you're going to illegally recruit, at least show me some blue chippers. The team still sucks. The NCAA and ASU should go. They tried to cheat, and they still got bad players. So ignore them. There should be at least four players on that team that have an NIL deal, and they're all in a pickle. <laughs> I mean, the yes. money's out. You think Scott Lehman should yeah, support them? Yeah. <laughs> and the players now say it. Yeah. Well, ASU used to be something, and now it's absolutely nothing. And it's their own fault. But, yeah, if I was an ASU ticket holder, I'd be like, you can have this back if you're canceling the the good parts. What am I watching here? I also like that, they, you know, like when Reggie Bush did his illegal recruiting and they wiped away USC's national championship and all the wins that year. And I'm like, all right. And they took his Heisman Trophy away. And they never once said to the fans who spent money that year, you get something, too. He's got a lawsuit going on right he's now. Got and he's got a legit one. Because they, uh, who was it that they kind of settled with and um, gave more money back? Or There's going to be tons of those. Yeah. Because they took away something for what they Some, did wrong. One recently just started it, and Reggie's like, well, then. Yeah. Because you cashed in on me big time. Right. They erased, like Joe Paterno's, the the winningest coach in NCAA history, and everybody knows that, but technically, zero wins. <laughs> they took yeah. them all. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, the whole the whole thing is not. And like, in history, you go back and go, this team didn't win a game for, like, 50 years. Nope. 
Yes, they did. Why didn't they fire their coach the first 20? Because they were winning national titles. It doesn't make any sense. College football sucks. Because they just won't admit what they are, which is a giant business that has some, you know, they skirt the rules here. They're just to open it up. You got too many rules, too easy to break rules. So you're going to ruin I'm, everything. And the team that I root for, Constantly unfortunately, is always in right. the hunt. So it is. Because it makes it excited. Extraordinary at breaking the rules. Ohio State is incredible at paying their players for the last 35, 40 years. You're telling me Columbus is a place that people want to leave Florida to go play? Uh-uh. They want the money, and they got it. And tip your cap to Ohio State for finding every loophole. Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Georgia's figured it out. ASU couldn't. They didn't cheat right. And that's the only way to win in college football. The purest sport of all is to learn how to manipulate the system better than everybody else. The, the pure sport, if you're not the worst, if you're the best cheater, you're going to win every year. Um, every I don't year. know if you've watched that. It's on HBO Max, the uh, Bishop Sycamore. That's no, not school. yet. The BS High School. Jumped into it yeah. last it night. It looks It's amazing. Yeah. It's just the, the, best, the best cheaters get the best players. It benefits you. It's benefited the big teams for this years. This one never had a school. Yeah. They didn't even have a brick and mortar. They had nothing. They had a stadium and some players, and they pretended to have. And like, they they ended up getting uh, the the whole thing is they end up playing this IMG school, which is the best school in the nation, and uh, he got it set up where they get to play him, and they're featured on ESPN. And these he brings these kids in; it's unbelievable. Yeah, it was puts them gr- in hotels. Yeah. every ninety days because that's he would get credit for that. Right. It's genius. They boot him out and it's like, oh, okay, go down the next one. You, you get up to 60 days here. And nobody looked into it because nobody really cares well, about the kids. No one cared. They were getting paid. Everybody was happy. They were good. No, they weren't good. Well, if they, the players were coming in. The they were players, pretty solid. Yeah, he just, the guy yeah. that was the coach, the guy behind the school yeah. that wanted to create the next IMG. But the players were. Was a true grifter. Were I mean. Blue chip coming out of, like, they were like, Holy Like about cow. four or five of them. And that's why they were on ESPN is because they were showcasing some of the guys. It's crazy. Because that story came out years ago. Yeah, and, and that game, uh, I just so hard you watch it. Like, four kids had basically game-ending Oh, yeah. They shouldn't have been on the field. They didn't care. Yeah. He just put it together for the cash. But he got a couple of names, a couple of interesting things, popped them up there. They were on ESPN. Like the dude says in the promo, we won. We were on ESPN. You guys never looked in there. You don't care about these kids. You care about, like, what's this going on? It's awesome. So, yeah, if you, if lesson learned, kids, if you don't skirt the system, you don't win. Ohio State got too big. They can't get in trouble. Alabama got too big. They can't get in trouble. They'll, They'll take. I mean, little things away. You're never going to see Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia in the in the yeah, throes of a suspension. Yeah. You'll see. Uh, well, not to get into yeah. much, but like Terrell Pryor for those gold pants, right? Trading for tattoos, he'll have a lawsuit. He'll be like Reggie Bush. But that's the thing: when you're so big and so good at the cheat, they won't go after the entire school. They'll get the player, and that's what's really wrong. So, because normally, like a smaller school, if you have the Terrell Pryor situation, the thing's under suspension, possibly the death penalty. Yeah. Not happening at Ohio State. They've become too important. We too forfeited big. one year. Yeah, but that was years after it. it. It didn't count. Like, it's like, oh, okay, well, it doesn't doesn't affect the money you already made. 
They're not going to go into a season where no, Ohio it's just State's your, not allowed. No, that, that is a scratch so, year. Yeah. But pandemic. But you, yeah, but you already got your money out of it. And it didn't matter that year anyway. But you come out of the next one. If you went into the season at Ohio State with what ASU's got going on, hundreds of millions of dollars off the table from Big 12 yeah. TV, national That's television. That's why Michigan got three games. It's never going to happen. But ASU, the coach, horrible. Yeah, and there's the coach has to sit out for three games. That's fine. He could have gotten sick and had that happen. They're all all right. I just, I don't understand why anybody follows that farce. It's pretty awesome. If you Um, from yeah, for me year after year, but because you turn a blind eye to the fact that it's cheat system, down to the one loss. If you if you turn a blind eye to the the cheat system, Patriot fans love the Patriots. Even though they know that for six years, everybody else in the league, including incredibly wholesome Tony Dungy and Peyton Manning, said we wouldn't have meetings in the locker room because we knew they were bugged. We would go to the showers or the hallways or anywhere else. We would not have a meeting inside Gillette Stadium because we knew they were recording something. We knew it was crooked. Everybody turned a blind eye to it. It, It's the most corrupt thing that's ever happened in the NFL, and everybody turned a blind eye to it. Tape and practices, knowing the team's first 15 plays. It seemed like it's gone away. Of course it did. They burned the tapes. Goodell said it out loud. We got rid of those tapes. There's no reason to ever revisit this. Because it was damning evidence. Gamblers, your people, Brett, would have burned the NFL down if they found out that three Super Bowls in that stretch maybe weren't exactly legit. The Super Bowls themselves probably were. The the road to them were. They were legit. (laughs) Not necessarily. (laughs) Billions of dollars on each end, they're, they're turning a blind eye. You turn a blind eye to a crooked thing, it stays crooked. And everybody's like, yay, we don't care. We're always winning. Meanwhile, there's 70 kids on the ASU team going, what did we do wrong? Oh, nothing. But you can't, you can't succeed now. You guys have to pay the price for what other people did. Now, why even try? I, I mean, wouldn't. You know, it's I'm not like, going to break my leg yeah. for a team that, that will never be showcased on television or has a chance to be in a bowl game. Forget it. Well, you got to put it out there for some of those players in order to go, you know, to the next level. Good luck. If they don't. Yeah, it's a little tough. I'll wait till next season. It's a team sport, and if you have this going on, you're going to lose a lot of those guys. Like, I'm not playing for this team. So you got people who shouldn't be out there. You're going to lose 56 to 7, and great. You looked great on a terrible team. That's not going to draw eyes from the next level. You got to get out of here. Just sit them, or just give them the right to leave. I think that should be the option. Those poor slaves over there at ASU under the, you know, the, the watchful eye of these moral giants. They should say, okay, guys, we're going to open the portal since we screwed you. you can leave. And every one of them should walk. Since you're not really in it for, you know, a bowl game or the record, just at least sit the first four games out. Too hot. <laughs> yeah. And, and they'll make people start sit the season that. That's a good point. They'll make people sit in that dump in 110 degrees and watch a team that has no chance. Give them their money, but free games. General admission, free games. The season's a wash. We can't do that. They'll still buy Cokes. It's stupid. I hate that they did that to Arizona State. Hate it. And I don't even stand up for, like, college football. I don't understand why these dudes are getting punished for this. It doesn't add up to me at all. But whatever. It's a weekend we lose Bob Barker. That's just, just everybody's a little bit down. Now you forget he's been off the air for like almost 25 years. I know. I, I'll be honest, yeah. I didn't know he was still alive. Uh, we talked about I, that a couple yeah, weeks ago. Yeah. I thought he was dead years ago. The last interview I saw with him 
was on a uh, documentary on Netflix about how that one dude cheated the prices right because he memorized the prices of every single thing they've ever had and then did a spreadsheet because they used the same products over and over of what cost what. And he could guess everything down to the penny. He, he got on there and got everything right, like to the penny. Well, I saw that opening bid on that Broyhill furniture. <laughs> Remember yeah. when uh, Drew Carey, they had to stop the show because he guessed the showcase showdown within a dollar. <laughs> and they're like... And you win them both, right? Something's Is that what going on. Yeah. Well, they stopped if the you're show because the- they thought he was getting clues because some dude in the crowd was like, 37451 Drew Carey heard it and he's like, all right. And the producer like, stop the show. That's exactly it. <laughs> he just guessed it on the nose. Like, what's going on? They didn't know what to do. He he figured out a plan. Like a card counter. Yeah. And then they interviewed Bob Barker, and his eyes looked like he had the worst pink eye you've ever seen. And I'm like, oh, my God, they got him right before he died. It was like 10 years ago. <laughs> anyway, I'll miss you, Bob. Even though I thought you were already dead, let's be honest. There you go. Here's the meme. In honor of Bob Barker, some Campbell's soup, some Schweppes ginger ale, some saltine crackers. <laughs> <laughs> What's that meal cost? I don't know, six, seven bucks. <laughs> six forty-seven. <laughs> uh, I'll go with the dollar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ginger ale. You know that one. I thought that was dead too. There's still a thing. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Brad? Uh, wake up song time, and it's all, of course, it's always brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. E-bike season going on right now. Check out the brand new Pivot Shuttle AM e-bike over there at Action Ride Shop. They got them all there for you. And uh, if you're looking for a deal, they got other e-bikes up to 30% off MSRP. So uh, go check out all the e-bikes and everything that Action Ride Shop has to offer over at Action Ride Shop, Gilbert Road and Southern. And, of course, you can check them out online, actionrideshop.com. Broke my own rule. What'd you do? Well, I wasn't supposed to go riding because my physical therapist said don't. Right. But I got so bored yesterday. And I'm like, and it's also 110. Yeah. You love riding in the night, though. You're absolutely insane. I've, You're I've insane. been robbed of it all summer, so I did it yesterday. 2.30, hop on the bike, roll out. Beautiful. Just covering myself in water. The breeze feels like it's 35 outside. One dude out there walking, crying. Sodomy Gulch? Well, it was Sodomy (laughs) Gulch, which, by the way, reopened September 7th. I did a little tour of the new build. It's uh, Dreamy Draw. used to be a dump. Man, they did a nice job. It looks amazing. Opens uh, September 7th, if anybody wants the grand opening of a parking lot to go to that they're offering. (laughs) I'm there. I toured it yesterday. It looks really good. Uh, But, yeah, one dude, and it was right at the Tatum trailhead. I'm pulling in. He's walking about maybe a tenth of a mile into the trail. Younger guy. He's got headphones on. He looks at me. Gives me a head nod, and I just need to hear it. And I'm like, oh, she dumped him, and he's going to go walk in the desert. All you, I just assumed his entire situation. Every time I ride now, the one other guy I see, well, you know, Janny's buddy who recognized me, and then the, the dead guy, and now this crying kid. And he's the only one out there. And so I had to turn around and go back and pass him. He was making good time, just walking. And I go by him. I didn't see any more tears or hear any sobbing. But he was out in the desert weeping away a bad relationship and all just breakup. Something. You don't do that and weep as a man. Did it sound like guaranteed race field as you rode by or what? <laughs> yeah, I was waiting. Well, I started to wonder. He had a big backpack. I assumed water until I saw he was just covered in tears and sadness. Like, that thing's got a gun in it. I didn't hear anything, but I sure hope he walked home. There was no car either. Like the weird thing is in the little parking lot that he was yeah. coming out of, there was no car. Like, he just 
either got dropped off or just walked out there. Ride faster and get the hell out of there. I rode right by him, and I didn't hear a noise, and I just kept going. But it was hot, and it was awesome. But I broke my own rules. Not supposed to do it. Oh, it's beautiful. I believe you do that. Love the heat. I got two quality bosses today or this weekend. You got a couple of Walked to one place, uh, just the water and ice place, filling up a bottle of water. (laughs) Guy just comes up and says, hey, uh, really enjoy listening to you. Oh, cool. Thank you. So long, Chief. (laughs) (laughs) You know how much you love it. Spencer's Appliance. Guy's just smiling, laughing, like, oh, you give that look. Oh, he's. Right. He's like, you know this guy? He's like, everyone knows Brady. And the the (laughs) sales guy's like, what? Good luck, boss. Yeah, you got the good ones. (laughs) Keep it up. The boss is out. Tool in the area. I never knew the water and ice store was something you just go in. Yeah. I thought it was for dying people. That's a store? <laughs> I had it no is. idea, honestly. had no clue. I've got, uh, I think, one of the former um, astronauts from India runs in one I go into. And <laughs> Kevin's there? Kevin's brother. Yeah, Kevin. Keith? Keith so nice. Him. Welcome. What do you need? What do you think? It's water and ice. That is what we have, my friend. And they got the thrifty ice cream there, too. Yeah. yeah. Ah, they See, do? That's why he was there. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Water. <laughs> you took a day off. <laughs> He's eyeballing those O'Henrys, though. Why didn't I sell those? <laughs> they do have an unbelievable candy section. <laughs> do they? Yeah. yeah. The water ice. Oh, never, yeah. I, never, I, honestly, I go there because you can fill them up. I like, thought I, that was for people in peril. I didn't know that was a regular store. I thought water and ice was like, hurry up, get in here. Like, your car's overheating. Or, yeah. I had no I got, idea. You just went in and got a glass of water? I got uh, 10 gallons of water. For what? I got the. I already have a cooler. You live in Mormonville. So that's why you're just keeping up with the Mormons. Yeah, I keep my keep one those. year supply. Don't you have it delivered? I, well, believe me, like I everybody look at one of those. Exactly. What are you doing? I used to. And cheap. Got the, got you the got cooler. Cheap. I got <laughs> you Netanyahu. That. <laughs> I'm not doing it anymore. That's seven dollars I could save just doing it myself. Fifty. Ten gallons of water. Fifty a month. Is it fifty a month? What? Yeah. And would you pay to fill it up at the? At uh, Keith's store, three fifty. And what's the? Uh, yeah, but what's your time worth unloading? <laughs> no, he, he took an hour to it unload took, ten gallons no, of water from his car. Takes me fifteen minutes. And I've seen you move. <laughs> You're not zipping around. You're not exactly the hardy hoe worker that's running. I've seen you with the. You know, there was a promo kid. You do it. I'm not watching you. I've seen you load a truck. <laughs> You've, so long, Chief. I've, I've helped people move with Brady, and half the time it's like he's just standing in the back of the truck going, get it up here. <laughs> You're not moving. Ten gallons of water. That's Kirby and Oh, no. That's... I don't see it. <laughs> like what do you need ten like gallons of water for? Strongest man contest. <gasps> Holding those bottles. Yeah. What do you need that for? We go through it. <laughs> we drink <laughs> that water. We drink the... You don't just do the bottles? No. They're too expensive? Uh, no, we have both, but... You've got hundreds of gallons of water. Those Mormons have done a number on you. Do you have gallons of water at your house? No. Me neither. We got a couple cases of bottled water, sure. but that's it. And that's still a pain in the ass to get yeah. it out of the car. That's why I have it delivered. <laughs> that's strange. I had no idea the water and ice store was for people. I thought it was for dying folks. Because they're just always crammed in the corner of a thing. Like it's like a tiny little... It's whatever almost, whatever is like available. Hose for the I needy. Just, I just need uh, 700 feet or... A thousand square feet. I can put a water and ice in there. <laughs> That's it. They don't have it. Because what else are you going to do? Just turn the hose on. It's tap water in a bottle. 
You think Keith's in there filtrating that water? No. Oh, it's the top notch. You're just putting the tap on and filling those buckets. I'm getting moon water You're right now. <laughs> and I don't trust, uh, you know. He and those his those wife people are aren't very good it. with water, that's for sure. Look at that country. Oh, yes, it's fresh from our filtrated tap, my friend. This is a sucker on the move right there. Look at him. <laughs> sucker is back. They've got all the equipment back there. It's fake. It's like Rock Ridge and Pure Town. It's all these giant purification containers. That's right. It's visual spectacular, isn't it? Meanwhile, he's back there with so the tap good. on filling buckets. Whatever magic's coming out of there. Yeah, the magic is in your head. <laughs> Keith is not filtrating the water. He doesn't know. Even if it's filtrated to his standards, forget it. Oh, it's the most pure water you can ever imagine. Yeah, for you. Behind the counter, it's unbelievable. He sits on a carpet and it just floats. <laughs> that is not the same as the Arab. You're going to be stereotypical. Do it right. Aladdin's water No, show. no, no. That's a different a part of the world. Like confusing China and Japan to knock it off. That's all over there. Oh, it's pretty funny. It is not all over there. It's all over. You can't stop them. No, no, no. Aladdin wasn't from Mumbai. Good Lord. If you're going to be a bigot, do it right. <laughs> Uh, what do you want up there? Brother? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, honestly, I just learned that water and ice was for, well, I say for normal people, but Brady is not exactly my typical go-to when I say normal people. On the list, we got ACDC, Five Finger Death Punch, Static X, Ministry, Volbeat, August Burns Red, Metallica, Pantera, Avenged, Mastodon. These are for like baths? Like 10 gallons, a lot of water. You do? Well, no, we go through it uh, basically, we got to fill it once a week. Why don't I just, just get a home. filter for your tap? I had that. That's a pain. You only get, uh, you can run out of it. You get run like out two, of water, too. If I get a general filter. Call the man or something. Yeah. yeah. Get one of those. I got a water softener already, but I haven't Not got a any, softener. Uh, the, like all, the yeah. yeah, like the RO. Yeah, I, I'd look at that. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched your money just go, no, I'm not leaving. I'll never leave his pocket. Ever. I've looked into that. And I've looked away from it as well. <laughs> Nothing better than Indian water for three fifty a month. Oh, it's filtrated, my friend. For three American dollars, you can have all of this amazing filtrated water. Three bucks, huh? I believe that you're filtrating this with the highest standards possible. Of course I am. Or else it wouldn't cost three dollars. You know how much three dollars is where I am from? A billion rupees. That's a billion rupees worth of water. I wouldn't take a... I'm saving the money for whatever technical institute Kirby goes to after high school. (laughs) (laughs) If someone gave me a bottle of water and said, $3.50, I filtrated it myself. You keep that. That's yours. (laughs) Not little of a gallon. I believe you. (laughs) $3.50. Did you see his face when I said (laughs) that? Oh, yeah. I looked into it. Meanwhile, his hostage, Abe Lincoln, in his pocket. (laughs) Let me out. Free me. Damn, a ding dong will get you a deal on water. Yeah, exactly. For three fifty. Three fifty. All right. Well, I'm going to go into that. Well, the only water and ice store I ever really realized existed is on like 16th Street in Glendale. And the only reason I knew it was there is because somebody threw rocks and blew up the windows. Like in the middle of the day, when I was at Walgreens, I came out and there was fire trucks and some bleeding guy. Oh yeah, on the, uh, and they the other just side, yeah. chucked rocks into his window and blew his whole window up. And there was a guy standing outside screaming because he had dysentery. <laughs> they ran out of thrifty ice cream and the guy was pissed. Out of his flavor. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know about the thrifty ice I didn't know anything about these yeah. stores. 
I just thought it was for needy people who needed a free glass of water. It I'm is actually for three fifty. Get ten gallons. <laughs> What's a gallon cost? Twelve cents. You can also go to the uh, to Brett's Water outside of grocery stores. Primo, <laughs> the Primo machine. You can hit that too. <laughs> We need to sit and talk about some things. Are you I don't go to the Primo, right? John. I go to water. <laughs> yeah, Primo might be four fifty. That's crazy talk. <laughs> Man, he's getting 1940s prices on drink. You have that dude come by every month with a big block of ice, too? <laughs> no, I used to. For the ice box? The ice yeah. <laughs> Here's for your ice box, and the milkman's right behind me, sir. Three Charles six. Chips next. Yeah, Charles <laughs> <laughs> The swans trucks rolling yeah. through. Used to tap the swans every once in a while. Man, oh man. You are getting a reputation. <laughs> Bring it on. Uh, I know, you like it. That's the worst part. Anyway, uh, pick one, Brett. Uh, Maybe we should do Metallica yeah, all week. Yeah, let's do the Four Horsemen. Like, right. That one was requested. and It'll get all us right. ready for the show. We've got five days of Metallica for Wake Em Ups. And maybe some and Pantera. 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 yeah. 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 And they cool. don't do the same uh, set. Two yeah, different shows. Sense, yeah. Two completely different shows. Which is crazy, because in a way that stinks. Is that if you don't go to both, and that's the sell, you're going to miss some of the favorites. Like if they play one on Friday and they don't play the same set on Sunday, you're missing the gem. They got you by the balls. They got you by the goddamn <laughs> balls, and that's why Brady's not going. <laughs> I'm Double not going dip both. Yeah, but I'm with a jug of five gallon water. <laughs> I'm bringing my own uh, drink in though. Not spending those exorbitant prices on liquid. I will go with you, my friend. We will filtrate all of the tequila. Nah, that's a good idea, Kevin. Keith. <laughs> uh, we'll do the four horses. Got my group on on Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Souvenir. You stuff. get to watch it from uh, the Dolly Steamboat. <laughs> oh, Dolly. Great idea. It's out of control now. Scooching through a Monday. Floating right through. It's a beautiful thing. Oh, my goodness. And by the way, happy anniversary to only Brady. You too a little bit, but not so much. (laughs) (laughs) And not Toledo either. (laughs) Yesterday, and officially today, it is the 22nd birthday of this stupid show. Officially 22 years ago, I sat across the console and looked at exactly the same thing I'm looking at now. <laughs> I mean, there's been no changes. Nothing, nothing. Nothing different. It's not that he hasn't aged. He's just the same. 22 years ago. Can you believe that? No. We made a life out of this. Nonsense. Hilarious. But uh, that's a big thank you to all you guys for... Sticking through it, especially in the beginning, because we were here for a week and a half, and nine eleven happened. And <laughs> Could have easily been over. <laughs> that would have been the end of everything. I had to fly away for two weeks because the my uh, girlfriend was in the towers and made it. Damn it! <laughs> and again, tip the wing. My life is totally different. Thanks a lot, Obama. Thanks a lot. <laughs> That's right, Brett. <laughs> Obama bin Laden. That's right. Just, you know, same thing. Mohammed Atta just goes to the left, to the little. And I don't have to buy my house back for myself three years later. But what you going to do? 22 years later, we look back and laugh at 9-11, Brady. It, it did nothing to us. I celebrate it. Yes. And that's your divorce yes, day. Yes. So you're coming up on a big celebration. 
I got a friend of mine who's got two of his three kids born on September 11th on different years. Oh, man. Isn't that weird? It's Katero's birthday, too. And it's Katero's yeah. friend Chris's yeah. birthday as well. Anyway, and it's opening weekend of football. So how bad can it be? Anyway, happy anniversary, Brady. It's uh, You too. It's been fairly nice. <laughs> <laughs> like any marriage for 22 years. <laughs> you don't need to give me anything. <laughs> That'll do, pig. <laughs> uh, but happy birthday. Uh, and uh, it's Monday. That means uh, it's, uh, well, every day, I guess, the Brady Report happens. Brought to you by Hooters. Uh, if you got a case of the Mondays, you can head to Hooters for August's Beer of the Month specials. That's only for two more days, three more days. Uh, and it's only happening at Hooters. Then we move on to September's Beer of the Month specials. What if you don't like those September ones? And you don't get those special? you got to go look. Head to Hooters right now and see if the August Beer of the Month specials are for you. Meanwhile, Brady, report it. Good Monday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy Crackers over the keyboard day. Oh, I was thinking of something else. What? <laughs> I take deep offense to that. <laughs> That's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> Brett's doing it. He's <laughs> typing as we speak. I don't know what that means. You take your white crackers. coworker and you put his face over the keyboard. Smash. No, they're saying it's, uh, crackers are so good that you can eat them over the keyboard today and just eat a cracker today yeah. at work. <laughs> what? Wait a minute, that's no good. As I was reading that, it also you know has the birthdays on that sheet, yeah. and I just I'm like, what? David Soul. Ah, oh, from Starsky and Hutch. He's eighty. Hutch is eighty. What was the big hit song? I always forget. Oh, don't uh, give up on don't us. Don't give up on us, baby. When that hit? Yeah. Hutch sang that thing. Everybody wanted to bone Starsky because he looked a little like Fonzie. And they had a cool car. He had a much cooler car than David Soul. Did David Soul have a car in there? Yeah, I can't like even a remember. Gold Grand Prix or something. Oh, stupid. really? Yeah, they always. Oh, wrote, he got hosed. That's around. what he would come to work in. And then they'd team then up they'd in the Gran Torino. The, the very, Here's that song. Because you know they were undercover cops. You couldn't make too much noise. You had to yeah, have that yeah. Gran Torino with a white stripe. Oh, David Soul. 80 years old. I Is this on your mixtapes, Brady? No. And everybody was like, Hutch sings like a girl. <laughs> Dreamboat. This was a smash hit, too. This thing was cute. I was a little boy. I was running around in my blue Adidas because that's what Starsky wore. I had the car. I had <laughs> On your shirt. I'm all, all over the clothes. Matchbox, also a big plastic version of it. I cried my eyes out with my friend Mark Cassius. I've always had a best friend named Mark, no matter where I live. <laughs> Ripped the white off of the side of it because he was mad at me. Just a sticker. David Soul is eight. I remember hearing that song. I'm like, is this on eight is enough? Yeah. Or is that yeah, the same great goodie. Don't give up on it. Come on, Hutch, man up. Happy birthday, David Soul. Couple of baseless fun facts. Dr. Phil McGraw spent part of his honeymoon with Bob Barker. Phil and his wife, Robin, were in the audience for an episode <laughs> when, of Price is Right back in 1976. Phil and his wife. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. <laughs> I got cucked by Barker on my honeymoon. <laughs> Barker is a bitch. They decided to go, go see a, a taping in 1976. And got anyone during their honeymoon? They didn't oh, get picked oh, either. Oh, oh. oh, so they didn't spend time there. They just watched the show. Yeah, they went they in to. They were hoping to get picked. But they were just in the crowd. Yeah, so they didn't hang out with him. They just went to the show like all the other. Well, people. You know, when you're in that audience, you spend time with Bob, Doctor Phil, and <laughs> Phil and his wife. Phil and Robin. Thought. He was Phil and Robin. Phil and his wife. 
Now I'm going to put my wiener in your wife, Dr. Phil. All right, I'm not famous enough to stop you. You do it. You are a bitch. The original gay pride flag had eight colors in the rainbow. Red, orange, yellow, green, turquoise, yeah. blue, violet, and hot pink. Ooh. All right, I'm a jerk. I, which colors are missing? I don't remember. Well, remember. turquoise is indigo. It's Roy G. Biv. Eventually, Red, orange, yellow. The hot pink was dropped. Green. In turquoise. Stop talking. I'm trying to remember. Blue, indigo, violet. Yeah. Hmm. And so they used turquoise instead of the indigo. Or it's brown. And super pink. Huh? No, there's brown. No brown stripes. <laughs> brown. No brown stripes. Okay. No. Just checking. You insensitive old prick. <laughs> That's my people. <laughs> my people. You're I thought the biv. I was just going down the hall and see what, what colors are on there still. Inconsiderate prick. Hot pink and turquoise were dropped because the brown made too expensive to produce. The brown. <laughs> Chinese takeout. Uh, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. Drunk Eagle Brady's here. <laughs> hey guys, what's up? I've been celebrating and being. Hey, Brett. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Your anniversary. What's up, my chief? <laughs> you, you popped in the choppers. <laughs> hey. Yeah, I just wanted to say to you, which is me, and Holmberg, you know, you can't E, G, and O. You can't spell Holmberg without those three letters. <laughs> Good one, drunk me. Here you go. That's what I meant. I spelled it. But I want to say that it's, John, it's like a marriage between the, <clears throat> between the two of us. It's just like my marriage at home. You don't blow me either. Get out of here. He stumbled. He fell. <laughs> Drunk Ego Brady. What a treat. Chinese food takeout containers were originally invented in the 1890s to hold oysters. Ew. In the shell, I hope. Victoria's, That'd be a gross box to open to see all those little slugs in there. Victoria's Secret sold men's underwear from 1985 to 1993. Still wearing them. Do you remember the old Adam and Eve catalogs that would come in the mail? Yeah. They made me run to the mailbox for about a year. If I could get those before my sister and mom knew it showed up, that was a good tugging material. There's a concierge app called uh, Maria. It's in the news because it's only for wealthy people. You have to, uh, in order to be a member, you have to have a net worth of at least $30 million to join. Um, once you're on this app, don't bother uh, worrying about getting to concerts or whatever you want. Basically, last-minute deal. You want front-row seats to Taylor Swift, this guy can get them. Really? Um, That's like says, Brett. He's got... Uh, <laughs> Almost 100 members right now, and he says the member is the current average member worth is 600 million. Wow, that's pretty good. Guy so named Ray Flemings guys? launched it. He used to work in the music business and he built up a huge Rolodex. Let me tell you something if you've got 600 million dollars, you can get tickets without a guy. Yeah, you are the guy. But this guy's the concierge, he's like, he'll line it up for you. Yeah, I suppose sometimes you know, but it's. Probably call going through an assistant anyway. Yeah, call the venue and say, I need front row for me. I'm like, who are you? I'm like, I'm $600 million man. It doesn't matter who I am. Right, it doesn't matter. Really where's, where's my front row tickets? You built, built Now you don't have to make that call. They do it for you. It costs thirty grand a year. You get, to a maintain. Charge, you get charged. 
I guess that doesn't matter. Thirty grand a year is nothing. Yeah. Uh, one guy got. Um, well, Ray got his one client two seats at the Oscars, sitting ninth row next to Jeff Bezos. Took him less than a day. And like you're the said, poor there's guy. Currently, a hundred members. He wants to. Uh, he says oh, he's got a waiting list for another five hundred to ju- that want to join. He's hoping to expand it to have a thousand active members by the end of next year. That's bougie ticket guy. I like it. M Y R I A. If Brady had six hundred million, he wouldn't pay some guy to get his tickets. He'd still call I'd Larry. Be like you, like saying, "I'll call, make the call myself." <laughs> oh, yeah. he was I'd actually have, have his water delivered at that point. Thirty grand? Though. No, <laughs> I'm not doing that. Water nice, three fifty, three fifty, ten gallons of water. Hey, Ben, it's Brady. <laughs> yeah, <that> was- <laughs> I have six hundred million dollars in a. How you doing? Kerbiderb wants to go to Weezer. <laughs> have you heard of uh, Picklegate? Is Scott Lehman in trouble? No, this guy uh, made a point that. Most big brands like Clawson or Vlasic don't. They only say on the Vlasic it says kosher, kosher dill spears mm-hmm. or bread and butter slices. Never pickle is uh, found. The word ah. pickle on a jar. So I was like, I wonder why. Maybe they're not using like a pickle. Isn't it a process? Spice. Yeah, the one theory is that uh, specific ingredients to be called a pickle. Pickle maybe. Aren't in that. But isn't it just the process of pickling that makes a cucumber a pickle? Don't know. So it's still technically a, just a weird cucumber. Yeah. Like a steak doesn't change names when you cook it. Nope. One guy joked and said maybe they have to come from the pickle region in France. That could be. Like champagne. Mm-hmm. Wow. Again, only news Brady's going to give you. You're not getting this anywhere else. It's a business stretch. The whole whole purpose of doing a story of pickles and condiments. Picklegate, Brett. 22 years. The man (laughs) knows his audience. Costco's offering a refund because of a bad batch of their vodka tasted like vitamins. (laughs) Too healthy. Put a little vitamin C in some vodka. People complain. And maybe should have. They got all the different flavors going on. Vitamin vodka. That'd be great. This is pretty <laughs> amazing. It's un- There's an unconfirmed report. Apparently, it started on Chinese social media, claiming that a guy in China was struck by lightning twice last month. According to the story, he was outside his home during a thunderstorm. We all know what happened here, right? <laughs> Two different guys got struck. He was but struck. Who can tell? He saw a white light. Before losing Wait for consciousness, it. and then fell to the ground, and before he realized what happened, boom, hit again. Right. Oh, and this like was a second, so it couldn't be the, the Holmberg philosophy of like, well, it looks like the same guy got hit a couple. It of took times. him to the hospital. <laughs> he was treated for third degree burns on his feet, waist, and buttocks. It He'll be out. okay. Yeah. There's this. Uh, Where's the story? I was looking. Oh, this is. I forgot this, Jim. <laughs> well, we didn't even know. You hadn't even started it. How There's you an 18 pound ham that sold for a record $10 million. Oh, of course. We can't forget Brady this. Oh, yeah, this is big. No wonder you were so <laughs> upset. You lead with this it was one. at the Kentucky State Fair last week. It was part of the annual fundraiser auction, and all the money goes to the charity. Um, 
this banking company called Central Bank pledged $5 million. Then another $5 million came from a coal tycoon. Joe Kraft is his name. And his wife, Kelly. They ponied up $5 million. Um, the money will go to build 57 new homes for flood victims. From the ham? From the ham. There's the prize-winning ham. There's what have I been saying for years? Ham saves lives. Come on. <laughs> Is there anything ham can't do? This is just a cooked pig. This isn't a ham. It's an entire pig. <laughs> they sell it? No, it's that's got its head on a ham. It. That's a head. No, it's not. What is that? The part of the leg, basically, where they... <laughs> this is a full-out pig. Um, that's, uh, I think the hawk is... All right, the, calm down. The, Don't get him into this. The knee part, the joint. <laughs> Shh. It's a big pig. They just cooked it. They saved lives with that. <laughs> the more ham you eat, the healthier society is. It's like a luau type. Yeah, it looks like, yeah, they should have an apple stuck in it. How Brady wants to die. <laughs> it does look like the head, by the way. That's a little bit. I looked right. at it, but it was... I know. You remember. We Salad, know you looked yeah. at it. Looked I looked at it, looked at it, it real good. It was a picture good. of a ham. Yeah. You're excited. Oh, I almost <laughs> forgot about this one. Oh. Oh. Remember you, uh, I think it was about two weeks ago. <laughs> no, I never have that. Brady, you can't say that. What a waste. <laughs> Yeah, you guys don't know what you're missing. missing. You guys are blowing it. <laughs> Tells that to Larry every time he walks in the door. After what your people went through, all that stuff, and you wouldn't even enjoy a ham. Stupid. Cloven hooves are the best tasting. We talked a couple weeks ago about they're stepping up to try to find the Loch Ness Monster. Yeah, they found him. What did I did say? Did you see? What did I say? They were going to find him. What they find? Because tourism drone, is down. Yeah. And he terrible. claims it's 4K. The drone was shooting at a high def camera, and he spotted yes. Nessie. I Where told you, let's see it. Yeah, oh, and the footage is terrible. I looked at it. I'm like, this is 4K footage, and this is supposedly proof. This is the close up of it, and it's like a shadow. I'm like, that could be a wake in the water. It's nothing. And uh, again, <laughs> yeah, it's nothing. It's I don't even know. And it would be a big circle. They uh, like. They have to circle it to the, let you know that, and it's, that's the close-up part of it. They show yeah. a farther uh, a, a shot that's further out. Yeah, and they have like, to circle what am, it. What am I looking for? Four K, four K video shouldn't have to have a here. See it? It should just show. And I told you when they said they were going to send all these people in searching. If you look, Loch Ness's tourism has dropped every year for like the last fifteen years. This was all in an effort to say, "Yep, we found him. We can't we can't catch it, but there it is." To try to bring people back. It's not an interesting story anymore. It's Scotland. That's moss. Yeah. I know. That's a great beast. <laughs> He's done absolutely no harm to anyone ever. And we're never going to go down under the water to actually look for it. Or it's, it's got these deep holes to the center of the earth. It can't be found. Wouldn't you find, like, again, same as Bigfoot, tons of Nessie bones? There has yes. to be more than just this one. It's a thousand years old. Hey, he's immortal. You're an idiot. There's this doctor, um, Dr. Philip Nitschke. He's also known as Dr. Death. Mm -hmm. He's made this 3D printed coffin. It's a suicide capsule. And it's ready to go. Basically, if you pull it up. Suicide capsule. Yeah, uh, pull up the picture of it because it didn't... um, it looks like a giant, like you'd be shooting this thing off into space. A rocket? You, you get into <laughs> this thing, but it doesn't, 
Um, yeah, it's not a rocket, though. You get into it. It's like a pod from a rocket. Oh, I see. It's what R2-D2 escaped in. And it lowers the oxygen gradually. It like kills you? So you you hit the switch. Ah. Um, it's ready to go. In Switzerland, it's legal to do yeah. assisted suicide. Good. And basically, I guess you lay down in the, uh, in the capsule, and then they close it, and you have to answer yes to three questions. Do you know the design of it is to lower the oxygen to end your yeah. life? Are you yes. aware of what's going on? Yes. Right. And, and you are um, totally people cool. People are lined up ready to rock. Yeah, I'd be one of them. Kevorkian was a trendsetter. Uh, and he was right. Yeah. Nobody wants to live with debilitating arthritis and Lou Gehrig's disease and Here's ALS the- and all that. Well, there's no cure now. Maybe someday there will be. But right now, you know, that poor dude, Steve Gleason, I look at him for the, uh, ooh, cool. That's a neat little spaceship-looking thing. It looks like a ride outside of a Kroger. <laughs> there should be like a pony does, next like to put it. Put a yeah. quarter into it. Like the rocket ride next to it. acceptor right there next to it. I don't want to get, uh, you know, told I've got Alzheimer's. You answer those three questions, uh, then closes up, and all you do is hit yeah. the button, and it goes from it goes down to like one percent yeah. oxygen. Like my grandpa had Alzheimer's, and the first year, it wasn't completely obvious, except for a few moments, where you're like, oh. He's gone. Like, there's nobody home for a few seconds. And then he just wandered around, wonder where he was. He was in our street a couple of times. They came out and visited a year later. It was ten times worse. And I'm like, at that moment, in those clear, coherent sections of life, hop in the pod, man. Right. right. It's not going to get better. They call it the sarco, short for sarcophagus. I'm in on that. Eight grand. That's reasonable. You think Very about reasonable. all those uh, that's water and ice money that you're... There's coffins that are more expensive than that. Water oh yeah! <laughs> I would do the water for three fifty, and if you'd like, the death coffin is in the back for eight thousand dollars. I will be your doctor of death and your provider of edge tool. They even have a, uh, a system set up, you know, on the questions to make sure um, even people with dementia they try to get them. They can answer it. Yep, that's a little bit far gone. If you've got dementia, and some people are like, "Well, some people will do this without." Yeah. If you can't answer the questions, spending, you know. I do agree with that. If, you, if you're at the point where you can't answer the questions. But if you've got a medical power of attorney and get it in your, go to Trajan, talk to Kent and say, yep. hey, I want this. In, this It's so amazing the, the weight that was lifted off me when I realized all I have to do is call Kent and go, hey, I went in the death tube. And I want to make sure that if I, if I can't make decisions on my own, this person will do it. I've talked to them. They'll, and I'll put it in their hands. My dad and I have that deal that if either of us can never wipe our ass again, we kill the other guy. In the Sarko. Yeah. Well, now we've got the Sarko. My dad doesn't have to put a pillow over my face and vice versa. Have your la- beautiful trip to Switzerland. <laughs> right. Lay down in the Sarko. <laughs> Call it a day. Yeah, take a look at the mountains, wander around, yodel, <laughs> play that big horn. Have one of those uh, those throat lozenges they love over there and, and hop in the box. There's pride in that. We do it for our animals. We don't do it for grandma and grandpa. We let them linger. We need more respect for animals at the end of life than we do. Don't you think, and I know it's fresh, but your dad would have done it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lisa's grandmother would have done it in a heartbeat. Yeah. Before she fell and broke her hip. and then The The last year, he would have. Your dad recognized he was, he'd become uh, half of what he used to be and probably like a burden. It was the last thing that man wanted to be. And the love And not to go back over it, but, you know, my mom took... The our American doctor yeah. death. Yeah, your she mom took dropped a somebody off. friend over there, dropped off in Detroit. Yeah, gave Kevorkian a patient. Off. Her dead body. Did she drive yeah. with the dead she body? She had to uh, uh, 
I didn't even think of that. They put her in a wheelchair. They're not far from the hospital, and she had to wheel the but she, Betty in the she, in the hospital door in the ER, and you say right. the statement: this this uh, person is clinically dead or yeah. something like that. And then I leave her and right. So and there's a note. Yeah. Right. So she drove with her alive to Kevorkian's pad. Yep. They met at a hotel room. Dropped her off. Kevorkian hooks was, up the apparatus. Same thing. You press a button. Yeah. But does she help her into the car? I didn't even ask you that part. Like the dead body, do they he, load her up? Kevorkian's or? assistant oh, okay. comes over and does all of that. And then gets her in the passenger then, seat then, like yeah, Aunt gets Edna. Her, oh, you put a seatbelt on him and take him to the hospital? What's the, what's take, the harm? Take her to the hospital, drop her off. Wouldn't that be the worst? And then, you drop, and, then, and then you by yourself have to drag her dead body out, right? Yeah, they leave. Yeah, that's tough. Okay. So Bunny had to go arms under corpse. Well, no, he loaded her up in the wheelchair. But getting her out. Oh, but getting her out of the hospital. Getting her out of the car, right? He did. Who did? The assistant. Oh, he goes with. He goes with. Oh, okay. They drop her off yeah, I it was in the wheelchair. And so your mom didn't have to touch the body? Not necessarily. Yeah. Ugh. That's gross. But until good job, she, Bunny. Until she uh, dropped out of the wheelchair. She had to pick her up a couple times. Sure. I'm sure when, <laughs> I'm sure when she meets Jesus, he'll be thrilled with it. She wouldn't do it again, she said. But <laughs> I, I, think she's, weird? I think she's changed her mind maybe a little maybe. bit. I know my grandma was like relieved when my grandpa died. Yes. It, it, it's weird to say that. But I, know I know my that mom was. Big relief. Yeah, of course. Yeah, she didn't be. want to see him get worse. You're sad, but yeah, you're yeah. so relieved. I'm checking out early. I'm going to fake a disease to get in that tube. Speaking of mums, this could be the mum of the year. Her son is paralyzed. Just has the, uh, he can barely move his thumbs. Get in the tube. That's about it. And his mom had this uh, guy named Willem Powerfish. Great name. For it a is band, a great name. Powerfish. Um, and her son, uh, Jake, but Powerfish said, oh. I'm going to take your uh, son to a brothel. Ew. He can barely move his thumb so he can still work the button. But his member works fine. Oh. Because the mom was excited because uh, it worked out. <laughs> you know who wasn't excited? The stripper, the dancer, the hooker who had to take it. And Jake was seen coming out of the uh, brothel. And he so put one of his thumbs up, like, this is good. Up what? Oh, okay. <laughs> Here's the mom's statement. Does his tongue Jake's work? experience with a sex worker, his mother said she, she did a few things. He got very erect. And, and mom was there? Oh, yeah, mom wasn't Jesus. there. She just talked to him Don't afterwards. Don't talk about your crippled kid's boners. <laughs> he got super hard. Crippled boners, another great band name. <laughs> yep, got very erect, and she got on top and did... He did the whole thing. I'm we so knew proud that. of him. We knew exactly so how it worked. Did she go reverse cowgirl is the question. Did he get all the angles he's capable of? Because really the dude's just laying there with his Fonzie on the whole time. Thumbs up and she just turns around. Yuck. What else could you do? What other positions? That's it. Yeah, I don't know. Unless you got somebody in there with a cherry picker lifting him up put, and rolling him, him over and stuff you like put that. Him in a or swing. What? Maybe Brady's mom, because she's good at handling <laughs> dead bodies, could just like work as... I guess you could put him in a swing and just yeah. like it'll float around. Jousting. <laughs> that might. And what's he got to lose? So he misses a couple of times. Ouch. He won't feel it. So worst is the. Oh, that's gross. Let's get to some radio videos. Yeah. yeah. I keep thinking of that. Like they had to dump him. Was he in the chair still? Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know if he was... Uh, yeah, I didn't know... Turn around, baby. Let right. me thumb that ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's the way I like it. Just a tip. I just kind of stopped got, after uh, <laughs> <laughs> like eight minutes after it happened. Oh God, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Eight minutes. <laughs> well, because the computer takes forever. He's got to eyeball each letter. First, this is what I've always dreamt of. Laying here without moving at if all. you're that guy, wouldn't you preload responses? Oh, yeah. And just look at oh, them? You got a great ass, baby. <laughs> yeah. And you just hit that one every time. Yeah. Do you like that? Take that. <laughs> Take that right in the cooch. You'd have to <laughs> yeah. All of them. Get that sweet honey hole up to my mouth. <laughs> Bank that ass. And then the computer. Just put your thumb up. And he's got it preloaded while that's going on. Going, oh, no. Sound like Cubert. <laughs> That's what me performing oral sounds like. Now get up here, baby. Let me work the bald man in the canoe. <laughs> Flick that bean. <laughs> now I want to see it. A little while ago, I was upset. Now I want to watch that. Now climb back on my hog. Ride, be Ride. Potato, potato, potato. Turn around. I want to watch your ass bones. You Don't got, go too early. Think about baseball. I can't feel a thing. Don't worry. This will last all night. Think about it. That's <laughs> not funny. He'd be so mad. Uh, think about baseball. Not funny. The last time I... It was when I had a dream about running. Yeah. <laughs> you think this is the thing I wanted more than walking? No. <laughs> I could last all night. Wouldn't that be the worst if you're the hooker? No, baby. Can he feel anything? It's been an hour. No, keep riding, baby. My central nervous system is active. Move your leg. Oh, stop, stop. I get it. <laughs> the first Brader video is an updated version of the old ABC trailer, The Agony of Defeat. defeat. Oh, and the, the guy going off the ski ramp. Oh, he is not this on a, a ramp, though. This, this is, is a yet. current He's one. No. Massive mountain. He is going to lose. Oh, 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 four, five, six flips. Oh, ah, and he doesn't stick just, the landing at all. Just that's a broken corpse. back. Oh, man, that's a... Sp- yeah, he's going to need that hooker. Yep, he's oh. dead. <laughs> Was that your... No, that's the video. Oh, you got to plug it in. That wasn't on my thing. It's, I, I think it's the guy. It's only you. Oh, you can't yeah. play that anyway. That oh, is he screaming afterwards? Yeah. Oh, okay, never mind. All right. You're talking about the uh, the serenading tranny. Was trying to go over the top by standing on a chair. This is the next video. <laughs> the serenading tranny. Yeah, he was singing to someone. Good band name? Uh, no, I don't like she, that one at all. She was singing to someone. Oh God, they are singing. Yeah, we can't play this one. We can't. Oh. The beginning of it, you can. The after just he, the end. After, after, after he falls, he oh, okay. So because right. he goes. Because I can hear your heartbeat. Getting up on a chair. Oh, down goes the tranny into a folding chair. Is busted tranny. Man, it's a broke. Yeah, that's a busted leg. The F-bomb comes after that. <laughs> well, it should. Where is she performing? <laughs> Some uh, farm. Yeah, it's like yeah, Schnapp yeah, Farms I mean, or yeah, something yeah. like that. There's an office chair in the middle of a field that <laughs> was thrown away, clearly. That's like, it was too weak to sit in. She puts one of her stilettos on it, and down goes Charlie. That dude's in good shape, though. Doesn't uh, look bad in the dress, either, to be honest. You can look him nice up. Nice legs. Denise Lawton, D-E-N-Y-C-E, Denise. I mean, let's be honest with ourselves. Right there? Yeah, you're looking Legs twice. Legs look good. Yeah. The outfit is sharp. Until you see that size 12 shoe. Well, and the face ain't doing anything. <laughs> right. like, the, like the mermaid hair covering the face is a good idea. because It's good hair. Yeah. Otherwise, it looks like Pat Morita with a wig on. But the body's nice. Next one is a uh, party game in uh, Malaysia, I think. 
Anyway, they put coins on a coupon on a uh, cucumber. Oh, it looks like, coupon. and you are blindfolded, and you grab the object to get the coins off the cucumber as you battle the other guy. So you're sucking coins off a cucumber with yeah. another dude sucking coins off a cucumber, she pulls and cucumber. then they pull it away <laughs> and they tongue kiss. Oh, okay, that's, that's a weird. murder. That is a murder. Somebody's going to get killed for this stupid game. That lady holding the cupid. Two blindfolded guys, French kissing, and then they. Oh, that is. I would kill someone. <laughs> yeah, you. That's a shanking. Somebody's getting a smack. Four, yeah. Oh, there's going to be smack. some smacks. That's mild. Because you just got some sort of foreign herpes too on top of it all. <laughs> Besides, well, you know what? You kind of deserve all those, it. All those coins. That and the fact that how you're putting bro- dirty coins in your mouth. Oh first yeah. Of all. And then a fresh dirty, out of someone's dirty Malaysian. <laughs> Plus, they're both really poor. They wouldn't be playing this game in the first place. <laughs> so you know their oral hygiene is weak. Last videos in the. Oh, baby. Sorry. So you hit on a trend because these two are from the same area. Yeah, from the same area. Just the, the quality of the sidewalks. This is an example of that. Oh, looks like happens every nice moment. pavers. He's on his phone, steps. Oh, that's weak. Oh, he's Flaps. going into the earth. Oh, he's man. in. Now he's getting a little help. Oh, sinkhole. In goes oh, the God, other one. Another guy just the dropped third into the guy's in. Oh, guys are in All the sidewalk won't stop eating humans. <laughs> oh, my God. And I love that they keep it authentic. Yeah. yeah. One dude down. And that's two. just where the two guys down. And on the sinkhole, it's just chomping down on Malaysians. Bobbing for Malaysians. Yeah. <laughs> Time to swallow up a few Malaysians, said to Earth. And then, uh... <laughs> you know what I'm hungry for? Beasons. A listener sent this one in. It's just a picture, but they sent it in for you, John, and said, I think of John doing this. Man arrested for training dog to throw bricks at people ringing his doorbell. Wow, that's awesome. Is that real? I, I don't Look know. Look at that badass little pit bull with a rock in his ripped. mouth. Just waiting for a Mormon. <laughs> Who's walking up to the door with that anyway? I don't know. If I saw that standing at the door, I'd be like, I'm going to the next house. That's a weird gargoyle. Just a badass pit bull with a brick in its mouth. That's it's, a full brick. That is not small. <laughs> and he can Two jump. people dead. Oh, where is this happening? I almost want to visit that terrible home. <laughs> I don't know, but it came from it Asian news. So somebody says it is. Says I pictured John training oh, his dogs to do this. If I knew anything about <laughs> training dogs that well, I can make them sit, stay, maybe do a little funny trick. I can make a dog pray. That was fun. <laughs> I can't make him chuck bricks at Mormons. But if I could. Just the sound from the inside. Yeah. Yeah. Ow! Hello. My name. Oh, ah! <laughs> your pit bull's chucking bricks at me. <laughs> you learn your lesson there, Mormon. This is part of God's plan. Get out of here. <laughs> Sorry about that, Elder Cunningham. You've got to go. The brick says no soliciting on the uh, on the actual brick. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I lost the use of my legs. <laughs> Oh, man, do I want to watch that paralyzed kid get laid. Absolutely. Oh, my Lord. What a what a great batch of ideas this morning. <laughs> Is this guy's name Jake and typing M's? Oh, yeah. baby. I like that. Use your mouth, whore. Kara did email us back and said, yeah, Jake's a big fan. Jake's a big fan. And and she lost all... Kara, our... our our whore listener that we've turned out, she emailed me this weekend and said, I lost all 207 brand new uh, people. The new followers? She goofed up. She's a bad slut. Uh-oh. She goofed up. And she said, I'm not really a slut. I just play one on the internet. I'm like, I don't care. You do whatever you want. 
but she had 207 new followers after we talked about her Friday, and she somehow or another accidentally dumped them all. How the hell did she do that? I know. She screwed something up. Or the or the boys went on and just peaked and left. So if you followed Kara, follow her again. Go back on, She'll Kara. put up a new video. Yeah. But. KUPD special. Yeah. Fresh snooch. <laughs> Morning yeah. sickness. Yeah. He's like, maybe give me another plug on Monday. I'm like, look, we're going to start needing a little payback here if we're going to pimp this hard for right. you. Bliss is BS is her. People pay good money to advertise on this thing. If it's your snooch you want out there, we'll do it. But there's a fee. You got to start kicking in. They a fee. Why right, don't you give me Kara's number and I'll get over there and give her what's good. Yeah, bitch. You're not going to be able to walk tomorrow just like me. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was paralyzed. I got a lot of good lines to say. <laughs> okay, Brett, what do you got? Uh... <laughs> I'm real light today. My content creator that's is my, on vacation, right. but uh, I think I got, oh, I that's got, right. I got one he, here. I can understand how he needs a break every now oh, and then. Yeah. Maybe he's going to get new film. He's constantly looking at videos from hell. Where yeah. does that guy go on vacation? I, I don't know. Cemeteries? 80s. <laughs> All right. Uh, this one's a, man, just average car crash. <laughs> going about 65. Two-lane road. Coming up hot on a car in front of you. Oh, car next to you. Don't yeah, I think there was two, two in there. I counted oh two. Oh my god! So car, that's that's your average. Yeah, that's average. A okay. car tries to pass another car, gets squirrely when he realizes he's not going to make it. Uh, sideways, oh, front end, oh, people just flying all over. And that the first one flew out. Oh, oh yeah, he did. Everybody shoots out of that little Honda. Holy smokes! Oh, where are your seatbelts? That's horrifying. That was from the. Uh, Son of a bitch that sent the Margot Robbie news leak email. <laughs> that guy, that guy is, yeah. might be equally as bad as our Bastard. original provider, Brett. <laughs> oh, is that it? That's it. Okay, good. That was scary. Makes you not want to drive anymore. All right, there you go, everybody. I like that kid. That They had to videotape that, right? If mom's that comfortable talking about her son's crippled erection. That's They're, disgusting. Sure he got very her. erect. The then he was her. just hard as a rock, and he gave that girl everything he had. And he busted that nut, and I'm so proud. Told ya, baby. Get a towel. There she is crying. That's mom. I'm so huh. happy. And there's the ah, yikes. He's got he, a backwards He would have lost his er- <laughs> arm. I showed up with a backwards hat because, you know, I don't want the bill to hit you in the pelvis. Let's get it going. Is that Poindexter's mom? So is mom cucking? Glasses? Yeah, yeah, mom cucking. Yeah, mom had to <laughs> it does look like Poindexter's mom from the... Uh... Mom, come in here real Look how hard your little guy is. Oh. <laughs> Matt. It's very, very impressive. Bring on the horrors. I want that so bad. If any of you are hawking out there at all, roll over here and I'll pay for it. <laughs> I will pay for it. Just I just want to cuck it. Toledo will show me how. I know I can be in a room for this. Yeah, baby. That's my favorite morning show host over there. Ignore him. Why's <laughs> that guy whacking off? Yeah, yeah, because I look hot, baby. Look how hard you made me. <laughs> <laughs> Your legs are going to get weaker and weaker. So yours. Stop, stop, stop. I get it. <laughs> you got a sense of humor about it. You have to. <laughs> Not so fast, baby. They did it all for the nookie. Come on, the nookie. You gotta dig that cookie. Stick this up your ass. It's his thumb. <laughs> Here, me look, my thumb is moving. Move it to your area. Move my dead arm to your spot, please. 
Like this? Exactly. You feel that, baby? <laughs> They're rubbing on it. Now put my arm back before my spine collapses. <laughs> I want that so bad. Cripple Direction is a great band name. Great band name. Anyway, that's your Brady Report, complete with the insensitivity for the people we could fight and beat every day. If they ever want to get squirrely, just watch out for that boner. Uh, that's your Brady Report. It's 98. It's out of control now. 98. Holmberg's morning sickness. Morning sickness. It was 1994, Brett. You'll right. appreciate this. Okay. The Brian, the girl that ended up being the Brian Adams girl, yeah. sent me the plagiarized love letter that was written by Brian Adams. Creep. Just I just remembered this. Creep by Radiohead had just come out, and I was singing it in the car. We weren't dating yet. We were getting there. Mm-hmm. Went to her house, played strip poker. Nice. Got the top off, stuff like that, but it didn't do anything quite yet. The song came on, and I started, she goes, sing this like you did in the car. I'm like, there I am. <laughs> Serenading. I was belting that out, like and hitting the big notes, like going for it, whilst this topless girl sat at a table. And I'm like, I'm putting it all I got into that. And I just, <laughs> as that song played it, I remembered it. I'm like, oh, my God. You sang for your life that day. So, like, oh, I did. I absolutely <laughs> did. Oh, my God. I mean, I put it <laughs> out there. Zero results. And do you want to know why? Uh, that was like days after. God, that night has just crept up on me. Creep. Uh, days earlier, I had found out that she likes a little uh, toss salad action. <laughs> and that was pre-me washing my ass all the time. You know, it's a music here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a music. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so I wasn't real confident with what was going on back then. That was before I became the person I am today, which is shower after every poo. Just in case you run into that special someone that... And then a change to Frasier. What do you mean? What? What do you mean? The lyrics, the toss salad. And- oh, yeah. Toss salads and scrambles. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, we didn't have a karaoke machine. We didn't have a microphone or anything. I stood in the middle of her dad's living room. Just grab a candlestick holder and just belted it out. Uh, <laughs> I might have, actually, if I think back there. I just, those mental moments where you think back and go, oh, you sad, pathetic prick. She already had her shirt off. Stop singing. You're in. <laughs> Are you hearing me, baby? <laughs> She's topless at the table. What was I thinking? And then you're like, one more American pie. Yeah. 16. <laughs> you know what we ended up doing? Laying on the couch watching Animal House. I didn't do oh, anything. Oh, man. Come on. And you're like, guess what I am? You like that, baby? And you were in there. I was totally in. I'm in my underwear. She's got her shirt off. And I'm singing this in the middle of the room. You know what? That's when you knew. Oh. Show tunes were more important than anything else. <laughs> oh, so you watch John Belushi yeah. instead of getting not. Oh. Yeah. What the hell's wrong with you? Because she wanted to. Oh my God. I think that's so sexy. Thanks. <laughs> I have no idea what to do next. Still doesn't know the green light. Could, couldn't read the green light at all. I was colorblind. Oh, my God. How have I heard that song so many times and just blanked that out of my memory? That's a repressed memory. <laughs> that never happened to me with Celebrate Me no. Home, John. <laughs> Why don't you sing a song to me? You asked her. Celebrate Me yeah, Home or You're the Man or something. <laughs> you're the man. <laughs> I'll sit back and listen. I'm topless. Why wouldn't I be? 
<laughs> Some girl has to say. <laughs> I, I guess if you want me to do, yeah. I fired up the machine. Sing along with Kayla. Do it. <laughs> Otherwise, now. I don't think you're that excited about seeing me here. There's plenty of other broads here who are happy that I'm back. This song has a long intro, though. I think. Home for the oh. holidays. I don't know the words, Brady. That's all right. Just let them absorb you. It's how you feel. Come on. Okay, that's enough of that. Celebrate. The most arrogant mixtape ever. LeBron James called and said, man, I would never talk about myself that glowingly. Then to send someone a mixtape would celebrate me home on it. Awful. All right. It's time now for uh, What Would Brady Do? You know, he knows what he wants. Oh, I'm just reliving that moment. My skin is crawling. That's a good story. I, I was singing with your eyes closed. Kind of crap. And I blocked it out until today. What was it like when you oh. left that night? What did you think? I you thought still, I was, was on was cloud nine. Cloud yeah. nine. Laying on the no? couch in spoon position with a girl who put her shirt back on. Jesus <laughs> Christ. What the hell's it's wrong with you? I stayed in my underwear. <laughs> Let her know. You know how a guy move and you let him know your heart is a rock. Like you're squeezing it in there like, you know. So she felt it up against her back. Oh, screaming it. Maybe into a candlestick, Brett. There's some of that memory might not be clean yet. I'm surprised the Jeep didn't pull over on Keating and finish it on the way home. (laughs) It might have. Guarantee you I tugged one immediately after leaving. Oh, you idiot. Swing and a miss. He chases that slider way out of the strike zone. <laughs> well, he had that one all teed up. Had a 3-0 count and swung it three in a row. Ball four. Ball eight. <laughs> ball 12. <laughs> this guy can't get a ball. Oh, Jesus. All right, anyway, it's time for what would Brady do. I am depressed. This is sad. I would be. I need a sad jerk now. <laughs> Just to remember it. Just have that. Oh, Johnny, you dipstick. Uh, what Brady do is brought to you by our friends at MMP Guns over there, 12th Street and Indian School. Brett's having lunch with the gang over there yeah. to talk about the extended Byron birthday sale that's going to go on from now until the rest of eternity. Byron's birthday is forever. And if you go in there and ask Byron about his birthday, well, gosh darn it all, he's got to give you something in return for his birthday. That's the way it works. It's like celebrate me home. He thinks so much of his birthday, that's he's going right. to yeah. spend it all year long. It was a long, tedious birth. Can't wait for that sale. Yeah, the celebrate um, me home. Oh, sale. this is Brady celebrate. Well, that's also happening over at M and P Guns. The celebrate me home Brady sale. Mention Kenny there. Loggins and get <laughs> yeah. yourself a discount. Any Kenny Loggins uh, merchandise, jewelry with Kenny's face on anything at all, free today. At, Just look uh, for the danger zone yeah. sign. No money pun. If you want to get involved in their M and P Guns classes for uh, building an AR fifteen. Unbelievable. I've gotten nothing but positive reviews back from people yeah. who've done it. Brett did it. Yep. I got to get it. He offered me up a, a thing, too. To go. It's the day of the uh, stair climb. And I'm already told, I told those guys I'd do that, the 9-11 stair climb on the night. So that's their next one that he asked me to go. So there's an opening because I can't make it that day. But I definitely uh-huh. will be doing this uh, before it's all over. Byron's cool enough to invite me in. I got to do that. I want to learn about a gun. I don't know anything about that. There's no better way than, yeah. than with this class. So I want to learn how it's made, how to take it apart, how to properly clean it, get it together, and they teach you all that. All the experts they've got, the expertise there is remarkable. And anything you ever needed in the world of ammunition or guns is right there at MMP Guns inside Mo Money Pond, 12th Street at Indian School. Brady, are you ready? Ready. Got a couple of gems here today. You ready? I'll, st- I'll start with this one. Uh, dear Brady, a guy who tips me very well at my bar asked me out last week. I have a rule that I don't date the customers or clients. 
He's a daily regular. Uh, I work five days a week. He's there five days a week. He's a wealthy retired man at age of 55. I'm 34, and I'll tell you this. I do very well for myself, but he's responsible responsible for about $1,500 of my income per month. That's a pretty decent. Yeah. Guy. She goes, when I told him I don't date customers, he left me a $10 bill and he hasn't been back. Should I reconsider? It's a good business move. Uh, I won't sleep with him unless I really Why like not? him. <laughs> right. Oh, and for 1500 bucks yeah, a month, I'll exactly. sleep with him. Uh, what would you do, Anna? That's a good one. This is a good one. Because right now she's looking like, oh, I've lost this customer. He lost 1500 bucks a month. She yeah. isn't worried about his personality. Maybe he's a great guy. If you're a good bartender, you can get another client back. Man. Because it sounds like she's pretty good at what she does. You gotta figure she's. He's well, a, he doesn't know that. He's yeah. He's. <laughs> <laughs> I like what he said there. Uh, at at fifteen hundred, if he's there five days a week, let's say that's twenty times. That's like seventy five bucks every time he shows up. That's nice. That's that's something so, you dream you know, of. In the, the scenario services. would be okay. Well, you know what? I've reconsidered. I'll go out with you. Yeah, you got to call him though. He's not showing up anymore. Right. That's a tough call. You got to just. Uh, you got to you know, really want to go out with him. Yeah, and I think that Medea's a bartender. Gotta, She's got to run into this. You got to roll yeah. with your. You got to keep with the principles that you've set. Yeah. On that, because it could get a lot worse if. Well, it, I, just, I mean, you're losing a customer no matter what. Like if you the date didn't work out, sure. he's gone. Yeah, that's true. But think about it this way: if bartenders had the policy of not dating their customers, Brett and Medea wouldn't be in love. Well, she wasn't making those 75 bucks a trip. <laughs> yeah, she was doing overnight yeah, exactly. for Christ's sake. Right, so she's got low standards. <laughs> we already knew she had low standards. Yeah, she wasn't in it for the money. <laughs> That's proof. She actually likes the guy. Yeah. And you didn't stalk that long. Uh, a little bit. You were stalking Not, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I know the story. He bit. was stalking kind of hard. First, he was at a table. Then he moved himself right to the yeah. bar. And then he was there like off hours. Dude was dragging friends. Then he was solo. It was A year? Did you put in a year? No, 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 no. How long? Uh, Did you nail her the first time you got her top months. off? Because I know guys who've not done that. <laughs> it's good. That was good. You thought about it because you looked at the tiles. <laughs> See, I'd probably tiles. about two months. I think maybe maybe three. sixty days. Yeah, I would say. Pretty See, that's, that I was, that's that I was, was in know, for after. a year. Yeah. Yeah. I was in it for about a year with that chick, <laughs> where I finally closed that deal. Boy, oh boy. So you would tell, like, Messiah would probably say, lie, say you've got a boyfriend, or I don't date the customers is a pretty good rule. Yeah. However. I think there's a better chance of him coming back as a customer, knowing that. Absolutely. Like, like he takes a little, you know, I gotta, I'm got. i embarrassed. She said no. Okay, I got a plan. Take a little time off. Then, you, then he comes back in with a buddy and. Milk it. Here's welcome. the plan. You tell him, I don't normally date the customers, but I miss you coming in. So come back in and we'll discuss it. I'll make an exception for yeah, you. And, and, and milk that. And the dates he picks, have something going on. And, and go until you can't go. And then go to dinner with him once. Keep this train moving without giving up your pride and, uh, you know, anything else. Your dignity, I suppose. You can go to dinner with a guy who tips you 75 bucks a pop. Why not? Sometimes you got to go to dinner with folks you don't necessarily want to go. And I guess you could let them know your, your friend's there. Here's you the know, other look, thing. Look, it's not going to go any further. I appreciate the dinner. I just 
Now, hold on. Yeah, but Hang then on. you're not going to get but your 75 bucks. Right, and I, wait, I, hold on. What the hell's wrong with her? Now they think about it. He's wealthy. He's retired. He's only 55. This dude's got it. Why not date him? You end up with bread otherwise. <laughs> this is a good catch. If you're available, she must not, um, she must not like him. Yeah. Could well, be still, a Hawkins, too. <laughs> you think he's in the chair? It could be. You never know. She might have mentioned that. <laughs> No, the only way she's mentioning that is I don't think she likes him. She has yeah. to get over the fact that, you know. She's not attracted to him. Yeah. Well, yeah it's like, not like he's in his 80s. Like right. He's going to Anna Nicole Smith and he's going to die soon. So she might be stuck with this guy a little bit longer. So that's probably what she's looking at. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I just say, you know, I, I don't think, I wouldn't say he's uh, not showing up ever again. Because it could take just a. A week or two to recover, and he's like, "Oh, you gotta, you gotta meet this bartender. I really like I'd at say this place fi- I go." I'd say find a new John. Yeah, get out there. Yeah, because I don't know much if you about turn this him down, dude. He's gonna tell you to, you know, he's not gonna show up anymore. I'm attracted to him. Fifty-five, retired, wealthy, likes to party. Got some good years. I don't know what you're hanging on to here, Anna. But yeah, it's uh, either that, Anna, if your policy sticks with it, and I'm, I agree, and I tell people, don't f the help. Yeah. Like, never bang the bartender. She's supposed to act like she loves you. You start falling for that, you end up like one of those dudes over at Hooters with Brittany that you're like, oh, Jesus, he's he's still oh, barking at that tree. I'm just waiting for the day she says she's leaving that boy. Then she don't mind. Sometimes the clientele believes that. Like, oh, man, I'm special. Yeah. Oh, that's their job. Yep. That's the service industry to make you feel like you're the most important person to them ever. And you're different than everyone else. Wink, I like when you come in. But guess what? She's saying it to the other guy down at the end oh, of the yeah. bar, too. He feels special. Don't tell anybody, but you're my favorite. And then she sits in a room with her shirt off while you sing to her. Oh, God. <laughs> what a moron. Uh, dear Brady, this one I love. My sister is dating a Middle Eastern man who has money. He's classy, but he holds on to the Middle Eastern philosophy of what a woman is good for. Uh, he makes her walk behind him when they're in public like he did with his girls back in Saudi Arabia. He also won't let her order food in public. Evidently, they don't let that happen either. She's not allowed to really make decisions in front of other people. He is very much her owner. She is seemingly not upset about it, but I am. It's horrible. Why can't I do this with my wife? Kidding. Uh, <laughs> should I talk to him about this and have him back off? She's becoming his possession, and I'm not sure she's smart enough to care. She's very pretty. The world's always happened to her. She's not sure of herself. This guy's taking advantage of it. What would you do, Asa? Well, Kevin's Asa. pretty um, busy lately. Yeah, Kevin, <laughs> that is not the same. No, it's Saudi you know, Arabia. It's the same. Th- Come on, it's over there. <laughs> over there. <laughs> Just, um, you know, if she's not losing her left hand for a crime or something right. like that, or she's not physical physically, abuse... Right. If she's fine with it and she's happy, I'm not getting in the middle of that. Nah, I'm pretty much there. Plus, he might chop your hands off. You don't piss him off. He'll blow something up. What do you think I can do to your I mean, sister? Your house is on fire. Got a good APR, though. <laughs> That's true. Damn it. That's good a tough tech support. Yeah. Well,. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely going to get the best <laughs> IT work you've ever had. My brother-in-law. And your oil prices are going to be shockingly low. <laughs> My brother-in-law, uh, his sister, started dating, lives in L.A., and started to date this guy who was an ambassador from uh, Egypt. Moved into his mansion. Yeah. 
um, he was about 20 years older than her. And um, they were together for a long time. He passed away. Yeah, she's out. No, she got, got his Oh, got all stuff. of it. Oh, jeez. That's pretty good. Yeah, so you can just tolerate walking behind a guy for a while. Bray's they wife walks certain... behind him just because he walks like a band leader. You have no choice. <laughs> yeah, Brady. And it's not that you walk that fast. You no. just charge away from your family. I've witnessed this. It's very strange. He's like the leader of the Ohio State Marching Band. His arms pump. He's flying in there. Still working on dabbing the uh, thing when I yeah, arch my head. back yeah. and tap the field. <laughs> That's just when you go in to get one of those chicken fried sandwiches at Costco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, uh, yeah. I mean, it's his way. It's his culture. Or the highway, sister. Right. right. And sometimes. Get to know him. People will hate hearing this. Some people, men and women, but a lot of women, like a dude that's a take charge guy. That takes the lead. And is uh, in an ownership role. They Some people are subordinates in life. And it sounds like your sister is one of those. It's like, this is a great setup. I don't have to do anything. If she's got no problem with it, then that's on her. And it's the old Eddie Murphy sketch with Unfufu that comes to America and does everything the husband wants and, and is sub- subordinate and subservient. And then an American woman comes over and goes, you let him treat you like that? Eddie, we need to talk Eddie. My friend uh, Ronson. Ordered up an Asian lady. Uh, married her. Like, they had to live together for 90 days. And he married her in the first, like, 15, because that was part of the deal. She was cutting the grass, like, going to his parents' house, doing laundry. Like, oh, man. Keeping everything Included clean. Included weeding. Where's the problem? <laughs> what you didn't know was that after 90 days, they're free to do whatever they want. So he paid for, he basically paid for her to come over. And be here, gave her citizenship, and then uh, she was She's like good a to go. slave until she until the day she could leave. And I, I think the rules have changed since this was late nineties. The worst part of that story is when his brother saw what was going on, he ordered one up, and she was halfway over here. Bills were paid when they found out the plan because Quan Jin Lee left Went through the same company. <laughs> like, he couldn't find her. Oh yeah, found yeah. like sister wives, and then the next one was on the boat. When the first one bolted, my buddy Ron was like, oh, my wife left. I'm like, oh, that beautiful, yeah. His dad was getting a kick out of it. He's washing the car. She'd go over to mom and dad's house and just scrub it. She's like, oh, this new woman of yours is great. Well, what would it cost him? Uh, like 20000 15, Oh, man, that's a lot of money yeah, for only three months. Yeah, but he thought it was a lifetime. Yeah, wow. He spent a ton of money on her. He's like, this is the best money I've ever spent. You're dropping that courting a woman. You think for yeah, a year, five yeah. grand a month to get that kind of uh, performance out of her? Yeah, and he said it was constant too. It was BJ's every time you want it, any direction you want it. She just came by and was like so grateful, and he mistook grateful for getting played. And sure enough, his brother, who was a professional bowler, kicks in, brings another one over. She's gone in like a hundred days. <laughs> so the house was spotless for six months. So there's nothing wrong with. The subservient woman or man. Some guys like a woman that's kind of like some dudes like a mom. Nobody ever complains about that. If she's all right with it, you have to be Asa. She's got to work. Know your roles. Yeah. Some women want to be told what to do and they like it. And all men like a woman like that. (laughs) Just zip it. Do what I tell you. Deep down, we would love that. 
But yes, we want someone who stands on our own two feet and has our own opinions. <sighs> Turn page. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> that's what a real man likes. <sighs> that's the end of this lesson. <laughs> it's true. So get out there. Sounds like a pretty good deal. Those Middle Eastern guys. You bringing some oil money into the house? I'll walk behind you at the mall. Yeah. That doesn't bother me. It's the true meaning of let me check in with the general. Yeah. Make sure it's okay. Exactly. Dudes do it all the time as a joke. Can't golf Saturday. The warden's got me on lockdown. <laughs> got a honeydew list. We do it all the time. When you do it to a woman, all of a sudden, it's an affront to society. You're not even letting her live. I'm like, this dude has to go apple picking on the first day of super like football week. If he loves me, he'll do what I say. Oh, God. He's just avoiding hassles. Can't you see the difference? The dude's just avoiding a hassle. He doesn't love you. He just doesn't want your guff later. She's got to check in with the Iron Sheiks. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Hawk Tui, follow behind. <laughs> I don't know what I would do with a woman that's like, you got to order for me. I don't know what that is. We know a guy whose wife let him vote for her. He does the voting. Whatever he says, we do. It's like she didn't have a, like, she might have had a differing opinion. He's like, nope, this is how the House votes. Oh, that was kind of neat. Like, if I vote for this president, you're voting for him. I don't even pay attention. I just tell him, he tells me who to vote for. I, yeah, that's awesome. Is she a smoke show? Uh, For a minute. Oh. Then the baby happened. Ah. I stand over Ronnie's shoulder when she's voting. I'm like, not that judge. I don't like the name there. You mock what I tell you to mock. <laughs> the judges. If it came down to that. You're, I, don't know how, no. I don't know how Saudi Arabian you'd have to be to care about the judge vote. Just do what you want on that page. I don't even know who I'm voting for. You're voting for Dean Martin for treasurer. Absolutely. That's what happens in my house. Yeah. If there's a Dean Martin or a Frank Sinatra yep. at all. If there's a Sinatra on there. <laughs> If there's someone named Nancy you're voting for. Karen Fuchs. Yeah. Fuchs is a good one, too, because, man, those billboards were the best. Uh, it's 943. There you go. There's nothing wrong with being somebody's, you know, slave-type spouse. Some people get off on it. It's a good thing. Uh, there goes your uh, What Would Brady Do? Nice job, everybody. It's 98KUPD. It's out of control now. There you go. Thank you, Limp Biscuit. That's the nookie right there. We all know that. Uh, it is just about that time to get out of here on a Monday that just screamed by us. It's only going to be 116 today. Hey, don't worry about it. We're used to it. We've got a nice few days. And again, thanks to our stupid lawyers who ruined our golf tournament. Because really, in hindsight now... That would have been a bitch Saturday. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, guys. <laughs> I rode my bike in that yesterday, and it was hot. It was very hot. What are you going to do? I can take it. A lot of people hate it. I like it. Uh, it's time now for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com. That's where you go for Tactical Black self-defense training. And you can also go to tacticalblackvault.com and get all sorts of good stuff there uh, that will surprise you, too. i got a lot of people on uh, play guitars want to take a look at what Josh is doing. Loads of cool things they've got at the Tactical Black Vault. And also, cool things you're doing inside reactdefense.com. I got an email from a guy who said, I just started. I absolutely love this. Should have done it two years ago when you first told me. Yep. 
And don't be that person today. If you guys want to get involved, go take one of the classes, sign up. Uh, no deadbeats allowed. No broke dick deadbeats. That's that's just life in general, right? We don't want people going in there, I took the free class, and that's all I'm going to keep doing. No. Take that class, learn about it, and then uh, get involved. Make yourself a better person. That's what it does. It makes your brain stronger. Not just working out your body, you're working out your brain. You're learning. And it is pretty awesome to be part of it. Been doing it for five years now, and they've helped me rehab a bunch of surgeries, They've gotten me smart about my body when I'm not in good shape and when I am in good shape. And it all applies. They work with you. Crawl, walk, run to the next version of yourself uh, while you get involved in this. And, yes, I got an email also from a guy who said, I do a little jujitsu. And I understand. That's great. That's proper training. Jujitsu is not a street fight, though. You'll fall into the patterns of, of your rules in jujitsu. Street fighting is a totally different animal. And they'll take your skills and they'll work you right into what it's like. It's awesome. So check it out, reactdefense.com. It's the home of tactical Black Phoenix, Glendale, and Chandler Brady. Entertain me. When Liam Neeson was 15 years old, that was the last time he went to uh, take confession or go to confession. That's right, Brady. That's exactly when I last went. And do you know why? Because of all those blacks. Remember when I hated blacks for a week? I went on TV and said there was a week of my life where I hated all blacks. He admitted to the priest that he masturbates, and uh, he said the priest shouted, All the time. You what? Yeah. And then he said he literally, he basically said the grass will grow over the palm of your hands before you're 21. <laughs> Knock it off. Stop the evil practice. Yeah. And he said it was just so humiliated because he steps out of the confessional right. booth, and there's these old ladies waiting to go in next, and he goes, It was so loud. They can all yeah. hear that. Yeah, I don't understand. I'm not going concern. back there again. Also, he told me, why do you masturbate when you've got me? I'll blow you. I'm a priest, after all. <laughs> the priest. Exactly what I played in Gangs of New York. Hugh Hefner's third wife, Crystal Hefner, is coming out with a memoir. <laughs> She's talking about uh, telling stories about Hugh that he, she said he took so much Viagra, it made him deaf. But oh. some of the things you were talking that's about... A, that's a side like effect the, I hadn't heard, heard of yeah, either. <laughs> He's just a, a boner that can't hear. But he had similar um, demands, like the what would Brady do? Talking about the guy yeah. that... Middle Eastern guy? Yeah. Hugh would require her to do a bunch of Wait, things. who went deaf? You have Hugh to. did. Hugh from taking to. so much... He was also 90. Yeah. It wasn't Viagra. That's right. It was just he's a million years her, old. Again, this is herself... Yeah. Uh, this is a... Playmate telling diagnosis because they would have and that was the other thing she talked about. He was so old, he still wanted the he'd bring girls over to the house and there'd be ten girls in the bed with him, right? And they would have to take you know take their turns, right? And also team half. Look, Brady's wife accuses him of not being able to hear. After a while, we stop listening to you. You think we're deaf, but we hear. We hear what we want. I guarantee you, Hugh heard every time somebody goes, I'm horny. That he heard that every time. John Gordon's here. Is it going to be a Metallica shirt every day this week? It's like it's like Ravens week for the Steelers fans. I like what I'm seeing, Chris. The biggest Metallica fan I know outside of Larry's Sam is John Gordon. Every day you're in here looking at another video with him. It's remarkable. UltimateClassicRock.com put the list of the 30 best Recurring Saturday Night Live characters. Of all time? Yeah. That's a long list. They're going to put those stupid cheerleaders up there. Your top ten. Hans and Franz. Great. Number ten. Be on there. The Blues Brothers, yeah. Number nine, Erwin Mainway. 
Of oh, Manway yeah. Toys. Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd's character that owned Unfrozen ca- Caveman Lawyer. My favorite. Number eight, time. Phil Hartman. Rosanna. Rosanna Dana. Number seven, Buckwheat. Eddie Murphy. Number six, The Church Lady. Number five, Wayne Campbell and Garth. Yeah, Wayne Algar. Uh, Matt Foley. Number three, Mr. Robinson. Eddie Murphy. Number two, Jim. And number one, The Blues Brothers. Yeah. All right. Nothing. From 95 on. Yep. The only one. Keenan uh, Thompson's see. been on the show for 30 years. He hasn't yeah. got one character you remember. Yeah, his Jeopardy host would be the only one that kind of even comes to mind, but it's not that great. No. It's, it's, he's terrible. Mm. He's just a nice person, but right. just not funny. Brett, maybe you already have tickets, but Aqua has announced their dates. For the Barbie World Tour, oh, those dudes I are was waiting, waiting to see how long they're mashing it. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's our one and, and only. It's be that old. That, they're going to wheel that old ball. Come on, Barbie, let's go party. <laughs> it's going to be sad you to watch. See the promo uh, picture. What she look like? Is she hold up? Because she was hot. That's the only reason that song popped is because the video was like, "Is that bald guy going to nail that incredibly hot girl?" She I don't was think covered that... up pretty good on the promo. Yeah. I had like it was wearing a Barbie space suit or something. <laughs> Astronaut Barbie. Yeah. Come on, Barbie. Let's go party. Vampire Cosmetics has cut ties with Alice Cooper over some recent anti-trans comments they're saying he made. Alice Cooper said something bad about the trans? A man named Alice is pissed off the trans? Evidently. Enough so that Vampire Cosmetics says, we're done done here. Well, I'm sure he was doing a bang-up business for him, so this will kill them. (laughs) That's right. That's strange. Uh, before we go, I want to say, oh, one of our listeners, uh, who is awesome, she's done this for a while. Her name is uh, Kelly Bernier-Smith. We did this last year. She works for Mountainside, uh, Mountainside Martial Arts, it's called. Uh, but she says, can you mention Yes to Pets this morning and see if there's any businesses in Ahwatukee, Chandler, and Tempe that want to help out? They can email me. Uh, Kelly, well, I don't want to tell her that. Maybe she didn't want that. We'll tell her that. Uh, she's over 35 businesses on board. What she's doing is she's got the second annual food drive for Lost Her Home Pet Rescue, who I work with all the time. And they need it now more than ever. They've got a new room with new shelves and all the old food. It makes it look like an empty room or I've got to fill the shelves. They're getting bigger. Unfortunately, it's growing. We're trying not to do that, but they want to fill it up. And they just started that this weekend at Lost Her Home Pet Rescue uh, to fill those shelves up and make it. Uh, they like Purina and Hills and things like that if you want to help out. But you can help out through these guys. Uh, she's looking for a bunch of businesses to help out. She did say... If you want to help, you can email Kelly at MMACAZ.net. How about that? I'll give that out. And then she said, can you help us out with uh, social media? We'll definitely do that. So Kelly is one of our listeners putting together her own little uh, charity drive, and it's two years in a row, and it's just to get food for Lost or Home Pet Rescue. Anything to help those folks, I will be part of. They're great people over there. They do a lot of good work. So The goal before I quit this job is to have less animal shelters. But I think that's going to be a complete fail. <laughs> but at least we can help along the way. Brady uh, sent me a T-shirt from 1981 from a charity event that's not appropriate anymore. But it said, I swing for the retards. <laughs> <laughs> Retarded. I swing for the retarded. Retarded, right? yeah. And it was a charity event to help stop Down syndrome. Didn't work. Things have slightly yeah. changed. <laughs> well, yeah, the that. only thing that happened is we changed the name of it. Uh, there's still plenty of them. Progress? So, again, it's an uphill, slippery, icy slide. That tournament took place June 4th, 1982. Yeah, and still... 
And that's what the committee members would write. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I Swing for the Retarded was the name of the event. What if we could find one of those shirts on eBay? Oh, yeah, you can. They're for sale. I bought a sweatshirt and a T-shirt. <laughs> They're $38. <laughs> the sweatshirt. It's a hoodie. I like hoodies. It's white. Perfect. Tried to get the gray T-shirt. Sold out. You can imagine I'm not the only one out there that wants this. But, I can uh, confirm because I got it from uh, our buddy Flip Worley, and he yeah. might have played in that tournament. Yeah, Flip sent me the same thing. <laughs> Thanks, Flip. You're on top of it. So, yeah. So, <laughs> when you work in a charity thing and you're trying real hard, your goal should be to end it. Eh, most of them just keep going. After a while, you're like, your, your noble thoughts just disappear. There's, there's no ending this. You're going to be at this for the rest of your life. But at least help while it's here. That's, that you kind of have to reshift your brains and go, and, I'm just doing what I can while it exists. The problem won't go away. It's people that are the problem. Uh, and again, like Bob Barker has said, we could eliminate a lot of this. We just spay and neuter the pets. Here's something Bob Barker taught me through eulogies. A pet is euthanized in this country every 6.5 seconds. Wow. And that's a shelter pet, not like the dying ones that you're doing the good thing for, for one of your pets. A shelter pet, uh, a pound puppy. That's how many? 6.5 yeah, seconds. Jeez. That is a ton. So, And it's our fault for not keeping the population down. So in honor of Bob Barker, control the pet population. Spay and neuter your pets. That's it for us. Uh, you guys have yourselves a great Monday. Larry's coming up next. Still doing the code, Johnny? Nope, it's over. We got them all in. Larry's doing nothing. No reason to listen to Larry. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, he's got plenty he's more hangers. He might have Metallica tickets. I know that for sure. He's got a couple of strays floating around, courtesy of somebody around here. So uh, Larry might have some last-second Metallica for you. got to listen to find out. Uh, otherwise, really nothing else there. <laughs> <laughs> Just a load of Larry. We love him. <laughs> love him back. We'll talk to you guys uh, tomorrow right here in the morning segment. So long. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's being brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details.